Hey everybody, welcome to PodQuest episode 97. It is April 19th, and this is our two-year anniversary. Hey, two years, sort of, kind of. It's two years for PodQuest. Yeah. With me is Walnut. Yeah. And I'm Chris. Uh, and that's all we got today. Just yeah, two of us. Yeah, yeah. Loki's here. So is Frankie. Yeah. I don't say his name often because he gets excited. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, he stayed calm this time, so. Yeah, this time. We're good. I just won't say it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, no one else can make it today. Yeah. We're also recording a day later than normal. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Which is actually two days later than normal because our normal was Sunday. But we changed that to Monday because it's just easier for everybody. Yeah, at I least until it. you guys start more free on the weekends, if that ever happens. No, no. You uh, son of a bitch. Look, from now until after Firefly, I have one free weekend. That's ridiculous. I, yeah, I know. And then, but but one of my weekend plans actually got changed to the weekend before, where I already had plans. So now you can't do that thing? Or do you have to like try and mash the two things together? Well, the one was Gwen's birthday, and it's a different person's birthday. So Gwen's birthday will be done by... It's at noon, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. So you can go to the, the baby I birthday. Go, and, yeah. I can do both. But then the weekend after, I originally had planned to go to the MMRBQ, but then I wasn't going to be able to go because there was a, a new party. Now that that party's been moved, I might still go and... Do you have anybody that you're going with? I was going to just meet up with Dave and Erica. and Yeah, well, me and Erica are going with them. That's yeah. why I was asking. I, I, I was just... I, I haven't I haven't even brought my ticket yet. Okay. No, I'm yeah. If, if, you buy, yet. if you buy lawn tickets, like, the four of us will already be there. So yeah. Just yeah. I knew you guys were going to be there. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know if you knew or not. So I, well, I knew Dave was going to be there, Dave and Erica, because they asked me back forever ago. And I was like, I don't know. The lineup's not all that great. Yeah, but it's for, pretty good. It's Yeah, it's not a bad yeah. lineup. Last year's was awesome. I loved last year's. I went like three or four years ago. I forget how long ago it was now, but that was a really good lineup. Um, it had like, um, I mean, it had Papa Roach and uh, Three Doors Down were the headliners, okay. but it was the other bands that I actually liked more. Yeah. Like Apocalyptico was one of them. Yeah, that, which was, is, two, and, that was um, yeah, probably four years ago. Yeah, it was or, like, it was Apocalyptico, it was Red Theory, I think Hailstorm. Yeah. So... Because I went, I went three years ago, and it was Alice in Chains was the headliner. Alice in Chains and um, was it Soundgarden? Yeah, that sounds right. I wanted to go to that yeah. one, but we, I forget why we didn't. Shahed's graduation party. No, I knew that was that weekend, but I mean, we would have bought tickets for MMRBQ way, way before prior, then. Yeah. But it's a good thing you didn't, because I mean, Alice in Ch- I, I'm not a big fan of Alice in Chains, but it was raining so bad we left before Soundgarden. Yeah, I remember that. It was it was bad. Like I'm not I'm not a huge Alice in Chains fan, and I mean it's it's not the same with um oh I can't think of the the original singer's name with, with the without the original singer. I know that the guy they have that replaced them sounds a lot like him. Yeah, but uh, Soundgarden would have just been really cool to see. Yeah, and um, but yeah, last year's with, with uh the headliner was um slash with miles kennedy yeah that would so have been good. awesome um and it was um stp with chester oh which nice. was amazing you know what actually you, you, warp tour has a really good lineup this year and it almost made me want to try and get <laughs> tickets for it um you know i'm too old for warp tour i haven't been to warp tour since 2005 i've never been to warp tour and oh, I'm it's too a good old time for no you're not Man, War Tours for like the preteens. Not really. I mean, a lot there's a there's a lot of bands there that like preteens have probably never even heard of. Oh yeah. Like I know like Less Than Jake is there this year. Uh, um I want to I thought I saw No FX was going to be there. No. Nice. Th- there's just there's just a lot of bands 
that aren't what you normally see at Warped Tour? Because the last couple of years, like I, I usually look at the lineup. I'm like, I don't know who fucking any of these people are. Proto Men played it last year. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Well, I, they probably weren't on the the big listing, or did they do the whole? Uh, they did tour? the entire tour. Oh wow! I believe so, at least. I think I'm huh. not too sure. I do remember seeing that they did play that at least a few shows. Okay. So yeah, they they played uh, Warped last year. Yeah, I forget that there were a few other bands that actually looked surprisingly good. Yeah, like just. Bands that I wouldn't mind seeing because I didn't see them either back then or forever ago. Oh, Newfound Glory is going to be there too. Oh my god! And Good Charlotte. <laughs> you know, um, somebody I was it Snapchat. Somebody I am friends with on Snapchat went to a Good Charlotte show recent, and they're like local. And I'm like, wait, Good Charlotte is back? What? That's terrible. Yeah, I had. I mean, I I was never a big Good Charlotte fan or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, let's see, yeah, Less Than Jake's going to be there. Um, who else? Who else? Atreyu. Atreyu. Bullet for My Valentine. Uh, da, da, da. Good Charlotte. I've seen Bullet once. They were at, um, was it Taste of Chaos? When Muck played their second ever American show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pepper's going to be there. Real Big Fish. Oh, man. Some 41. What? Uh, I, yeah, forgot. Like- I forgot. That's right. They've been actually trying to get back. Yeah, there's actually there's a surprising amount of uh, yellow card. If you're a fan of yellow card, dude, like first and second album yellow card. Yes, they had a, like a, or is it first first second and probably third album. Yes, they had a, a an album that was released maybe the past three years, and that thing was just weird. See, I've never, I was never a ye- big yellow card fan. Like they had those couple songs that were popular that like were catchy. Like yeah, I, I could sing along to them, but I. I want to say it was Warped Tour 2004 they were there. Yeah. At least in, in Camden. And I just, I wasn't into it. Like, I was with a, with a bunch of people, and they all really went to see them. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, this is... And it, the worst part was, we just missed Flogging Molly. Ugh. Because all these people wanted to see Yellow Card. Oh, man. That sucks. It's actually funny. that I believe it was Yellow Card where Vogel tried to crowd surf and lost a t-shirt he had just bought. <laughs> Cuz like he didn't want to put on a second t-shirt so he just had it like looped through his belt basically. Yeah, it's, it's something Vogel would do. Yeah, and I mean it, people do it all the time like that's normal. But as he got thrown up somebody must have like either either somebody like actually grabbed it and took it or it just got called on somebody and fell off and yeah. He lost it. That sucks. Yeah, it's, it's July 8th in Camden. It's a Friday. July 8th. I mean, I don't have anything going on July. That'll be like my second concert this year. <laughs> second festival, second concert. Well, it depends if you go to uh, MM, MMRBQ. It depends on MMRBQ. Yeah, because I'm going to MMRBQ and no FX. Oh, shit. That's actually next week. Yeah. Um, I haven't trying to, Yeah, I haven't been to any shows this year because I, I, I have a couple planned for next month, actually. Um, MMRBQ is one of them, and... Um, Enter Shikari is uh, two weeks, I think. Or should I like kind of? I, I really don't know how to describe them. They're they're all right. It's a decent. It's not too expensive, so that's why I'm gonna go. Yeah, I only really get to like maybe like one or two concerts a year now. I want to try and go like a couple years ago. I came up with this plan and it, ne- and it never fell through to do at least one concert a month or two sporting events a month. Which I mean. If you think about it, two sporting events probably the same price as one concert, so it's about the same. It depends what what the sporting event is, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I would not be Eagles. 
Like, but I mean, even, even like decent seats for the Flyers are expensive. I mean, yeah, a concert, especially if you're doing like lawn tickets or something like that, or like the smaller venues. This plan also came around when the wings were still a thing. Oh, uh, and you could get what and were they like fifteen dollars? Fifteen for, bucks for front row seats. So yeah, it was. Well, we have the the Phantoms are back. I mean, they're a little further away, but where are they? Um, are they Allentown? Yeah, yeah, Allentown. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not an all if they're if it's a weekend game, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. So I went I went to Allentown for something a few years ago. I forget what it was, but you know, hour and a half drive with traffic. So yeah, not bad. Nothing, nothing awful. <laughs> I actually, I would love to go to Firefly sometime. It's just the whole like it being two days or three days, however long it is. Three days, or, um, four days. We go Wednesday. Yeah, like that's just Wednesday to Sunday. That's a long time to be around a bunch of people. That's, uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> You used to go to Otakon though Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, but now I'm almost thirty, yeah. and that's and that's one of those things where at least at Otakon we had like a hotel room and well, just I the mean, people that we knew. You could get a room at the casino, the Dover Downs Casino, and I'm sure there's people that do that. And there's hotels like all along that strip that you could get a room for, and then um, yeah, I've never even been down there. Like I don't actually know the area that it's in. Yeah, it's it's right next to Udell, right in right now. It's at the racetrack. Yeah, I've never Dover I've never been there. Yeah, okay. It's so it's right next to Udell, right at the racetrack, and the racetrack has there's the Dover Downs Casino, which has a hotel in it, and then there's like a bunch of like motels and hotels. And if you're a big spender, maybe you could even get an RV, and that's pretty much your own room. And yeah, that's true. I, I we we do it right. We get um. There's ten of us going this year. I believe ten or eleven of us, and we have five campsites. They grade each campsite enough for five, big enough for five people. So we have. So you have a lot of extra. We space. have a lot of extra space, which is what we normally do, and we like wall ourselves in so, so that is no the campground one... like at the same place that the concert is. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they do it is the campground is actually like for when the race when they had the races. That's where people would park. Is where we're camping. Oh, and where okay. people would camp for the races is where the festival is because it's all in woodlit, wooded areas. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where I, see, I always see the lineups. I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool yeah. to see them. I can't wait. But at the same time, I, I know there's also a lot of people that I just wouldn't care about seeing. Oh, yeah. It's- so like, and, th- and that's kind of where it comes down to because it's like, well, to just kind of hang out there for four days, five days yeah. when maybe I only want to see five bands but those five bands happen to be spread out over all, all the days my first year we had two guys show up one guy came with us on we went thursday that year instead of friday we went thursday morning or instead of wednesday we went thursday morning one guy was there from thursday to sunday afternoon and he was he has uh, i'm trying to think friday and saturday he friday he only cared about food fighters saturday he didn't care about anybody sunday there was one band that he wanted to see, and then he left. Wow. He spent $300 to see three bands. How far of a drive is that? Oh, uh, well, I meet up with my buddy in uh, Newark, and it's probably an hour from him, so it's probably about an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, Newark, Delaware. Yeah, Newark, Delaware. No. I'm just like, wait, you drive up North Jersey to... No, drive? Newark, Newark. Or oh, wow. Newark, it's, Newark. It's that far down in the Delaware? Yeah, it's Dover Downs. Dover. Again, I have no idea where... The, I Do- yeah, Dover's like... Because um, it's not... South, it's um, east. Oh, uh, so you kind of have to go south into you have Delaware, to go and south, then go and east then you from have there. to go east into Delaware. See that my my experiences my experiences in Delaware is driving straight through it to get into Maryland. Yeah, you, you it takes you fifteen minutes to get from 
Delaware or from Jersey to um, Maryland, right? Yeah. Yes. To to cross over into Delaware and then cross out of Delaware, it's like yeah. Well, it I, like my buddy who lives in Newark. It t- I drive. I'm driving longer in Jersey than I am driving in Delaware to get to his house. That's how long. It, that's how short Delaware is lengthwise, north and southwise. Yeah. It's yeah, Delaware's a weird place. Yeah. I can't wait for Firefly, though. I'm so excited. Went to my first sports ball game this year. Yeah. VIP. It was awesome. I, I saw that. How did you get the VIP box? It was something from work. Um, and uh, Eric's wife got tickets for for him and her. And then a friend of ours that works there as well, she had an extra ticket. So, like, at quarter of seven, I get a text. You want to go to the Eagles, the, the Phillies game? I was like, all right, sure. And then I let you know that we're not recording. Yeah. Thanks but for that. No, bro. <laughs> no, hey, at least I let you know. Eric said you should have just let him go. Should have just left and not said anything. And That's why nobody likes Eric. I know. No one does. No, I mean, like, you, you had perfect timing because I had yeah. just sat down. I hadn't even started the engine yet. I had just sat down in the car. Yeah. Thankfully, like, <laughs> I actually pulled my phone out and looked when I heard it vibrate because I just, I thought it was email. Yeah. And it happened to be a text. I'm like, all right, well, cool. At least I don't have to go anywhere. I can, yeah. go, I can go back and lay on the couch and do nothing for the rest of the night. That's good. Yeah. Because I just, for some reason yesterday, I just wasn't in the mood to. It happens. Yeah. I'm I'm often not in the mood, but I deal with it anyway, and then it's a shitty show. Yeah. Because I don't talk that much. It happens. Yeah. Um. I was going to ask you, are you on the too many games this year? I'm going to try. I have to sign up for the press passes. Yeah, I might actually try and grab some, too. I've never been, so I just kind of want to check it out. They don't really check credentials, so as long as you go up to them and say, I, I, I'm I, here with press passes, they'll say yes. I'll still do it the right way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and sign up, but they don't even email you back any at all, often. Oh, uh, really? Think. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten an email back. I think I did the one year. Yeah, and that was like a few years ago. Yeah, you know, that, that was it's like actually the first getting year. too big for them. Oh wow! Like it for the it's the same people that run it, but they're just they're kind of losing control of a lot of the things. In the past couple of years, you could pretty much just walk up and say, "I uh, I have a press pass," or uh, "I'm here for press," and they'll pretty much they'll look at somebody press. Yeah, give them this one, and they'll let you go. Yeah. Well, I just want to I want to see if I can just get down there for like a a day or whatever yeah it's it's, it's not a far drive so it's one no, of those it's, it's even an if hour I go away. both days i'll you know it's not bad to just drive back yeah and forth. I mean, anthony and evan stayed there last year and they said it was a great time but they also um, probably just sat in their room and got drunk the whole time no because um the uh the hotel that they had to stay at wasn't really that close oh it was still at least 15 minutes uh because the hotel that it's near was booked which was a surprise so they um but the place sells beer, and they brought beer with them and drank there as well. But they got, like, the VIP passes so that they got to go into the after party on Saturday night and things like that. It's pretty sweet. I think I might try that if it's not too expensive. I'm actually uh, on their site right now. I'll have to see um, what uh, what Anthony is doing because he's probably not doing that, actually, because I don't know. It was you a know good time. What? Is that, like, the final boss package? Yeah, um, I think so. It's only 100 bucks. Yeah, and last year you got to see it. You get um, an after party starting at six o'clock, six or seven on Saturday, and it's like all you can eat food and then beer. I think you have to pay for, and then you got to see a uh, a mega show. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it says um, you get an exclusive badge, a T-shirt, and a bag, and bag are all included too. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. 
Not bad for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean. not bad. I mean, uh, a t-shirt's twenty bucks. Um, admissions probably about another twenty. The the full weekend pass for Wizard World, where you get absolutely nothing extra, is a hundred dollars. Yeah. So, and so yeah. From what I hear, there's actually more to do here than there is at Wizard World. Yeah, because there's there's like the arcade and stuff. For you, I think a day would be fine. Yeah. At too many games, because there there is it, it like a lot of conventions. It is what you make of it. So you're not big into street passing. You're not big into a lot of like the handheld gaming. So you're not going to be connecting with anybody there. Well, let's let's be fair. I actually like handheld gaming a lot. I just don't care about playing games with other people. <laughs> That's it. And so you're not going to be you're not going to be like yeah. playing games with other people. Like maybe you might see Papa if they come back down. Oh yeah, come back over. I wonder I if he will come for that because they were just here a few months ago. Well, yeah. not here, but they they were in uh, California, I think. Well, no, or no, um, were they, they were here for Magfest, weren't they? They were here for Magfest, but that was February. And then they, well, that was only two months ago. Oh yeah, it was. And then I, they were, they were at least Papa and any creates were here for uh, GDC. Yeah, GDC or yeah, was in it? March. Yeah, I think it was. So GDC. it was like, I mean, by that part, March, April, May. That's three yeah. months, so. There's a chance. Yeah, I mean, it might be a few. They, they might be there again. Yeah, I guess it depends they, how well it worked out for them last time. From what I remember, they liked it. I also so. don't know if they're going to be at PAX because PAX East is this weekend. Uh, I I haven't seen anything on his Facebook, and I I tried to get passes for PAX East. Yeah, and it just it's uh, it's big. I and I, I tried getting Boston. press pass. I really I, don't know if you want to go there anyway. <laughs> to what Boston? Yeah, I've been to Boston. I like Boston. Shh. I've been to Boston twice. Boston sucks. Um, I that's where my company's based, so I was up I there for my for like for that, and then uh, Erica and I went up like three or four years ago just for like a long weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any problem with that. But like registration sold out like immediately, mm-hmm. and then press I got declined for. So yeah, so because I know that they're 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 one of the hardest places to get press for because they don't offer a lot of press apparently. Yeah. Um, they're like. They let the the bigger press come in because a lot of them come in as more like exhibitors and do like panels and stuff. Like GameStop, GameSpot has panels, Giant Bomb has panels, Kind of Funny has panels. Yeah. Um, but they don't. It doesn't seem like they just have a lot of press coming in just to cover it because there's not a lot of news coming out of it. Yeah. It's more okay. Well, here's all the stuff that was at E3 that people can actually get a chance to check out now. Yeah. Which is cool because you can't just walk into e3 like you used to be able to so yeah who knows maybe one of these days will be big enough maybe when we get to 200 episodes hey i mean at least we can get in other places all right yeah like i'll probably try and go to new york again this year i uh i might try to go to otakon if if we, I, if we can get in for free i, I have Did, a room didn't they uh move um, or is that next year i think it's next year yeah you know what this might be the last year actually yeah, now that I, I think about if, it I, if i remember correctly when i went two years ago I, I wrote an article, and I'm pretty sure I wrote that 2015 was our last year. But no, I think yeah, they Baltimore might've... Convention Center, August 12th through the 14th, 2016. Yeah, so they might have like struck a deal to hold off one more year or something like that. I'm not too sure. But so, uh, yeah, it's a, actually on their thing. Our last Oticon in Baltimore is still a few months away. Okay. So yeah, that, that would actually be really cool because I think it, it I, I don't think they've though. ever been anywhere but Baltimore. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, they, I, I don't think their first few years were actually in the convention center, but I think yeah, it no. was always based in that area. They've, they've always been in the Baltimore area, I believe. And you figure, I mean, or and they might've actually been in DC for a few years and then moved to Baltimore. 
and you figure since all of us started going on what like oh four oh five, it's always been there. So yeah, yeah. So I I might go. I have a room like I have a space in a room if I decide to go. I have an extra day off in August because it's my birthday month. So maybe if if I can get in for free, yeah, I, yeah, I'll go because then all I have to do is pay for a bus down and the room. Yeah, Otakon's one is like I'd love to go again, but at the same time, there's just. I mean, I don't really watch anime anymore. I don't. Yeah, it it and it's just right now because they're in the transition phase, and it's it's the convention center is too small, the convention's too big, and all that jazz. And, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where there's not a whole lot of stuff that I would necessarily be into there. Yeah, because again, like I haven't watched a new anime in I don't know five six years. And the only anime that I really watch right now is Naruto because it's ongoing still on i've been wanting to watch more i just i don't have time yeah like I, every once in a while I'll, I'll look at stuff on hulu or uh netflix i'm like oh that looks interesting yeah but it's like i don't i have other things i can be yeah. doing with my time than yeah i could be beating bloodborne instead of watching anime you know what? if if hulu and crunchyroll actually offered more things dubbed um which hulu is kind of 50 50 depending on the show um yeah I'd probably watch a lot more because I could just put it on while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. But it's one of those, it, if it's subtitled, yeah, that, I, you have to pay attention then. Yeah. And I just, I have other stuff that I'm actually doing during the day. Yeah, that's the, that, uh, it's like you have to pay attention to it. You can't have it as background and whatnot. Yeah. I actually, um, one of the subreddits I go to, they do like a weekly like anime thing where like um, people, people submit recommendations and then every week um, this one person goes through and like, post three of them and it's like here's three things to check out this week and okay. they'll be specific um you know watch episode one of this watch episode five of this like so people try and um narrow down like where the show's good yeah you know it's like some shows suck for the first five episodes but yeah, episode yeah. five gives you a really good idea of what the show is like yeah and then if you like it you can go back and watch the first few Oh yeah, um, I've, I, I've done that with I, like there's a handful of animes like for Naruto. One of my favorite episodes and an episode I tell people to watch and I, like I have to stress to them. I'm like, first of all, the art isn't always like this, but the art is so fantastic in this episode that you need to watch it. But it is a very spoilerific episode as well, <coughs> so you just have to be careful with that. What episode is it? It's Sasuke versus Naruto, uh, episode twenty six. Of Shippuden or original? Of original. Yeah, it's Naruto for Sasuke, the first fight. Before the tune-in exam. Um, after the exam. Because they have their, they go, they have the exam and then Sasuke runs off. And then they have the whole chase Sasuke. Oh, it might no, be I remember 56. That it might be 56. Yeah, I was going to say, because the, the tune-in exam doesn't start until like the 30s. Yeah, so it might be 56 actually. Yeah, because that's the one where they fight on the, uh... On, like, the logs and the water and everything, yeah, and, and it's Naruto's doing... Did Naruto have the Rasengan yet? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because he, he learned that just before the... Uh, he, he learned that when they went and got Tsunade. I think I'm getting stuff mixed up now. Because <laughs> they didn't have to go get Tsunade till after the tune-in exam. Yeah. And then Sasuke... Sasuke leaves after... Naruto gets back. back from getting Tsunade. Yes, because right, Naruto right. had gotten too powerful or whatever, and oh, teenage angst before they're even teenagers. Right, because he had the he had the Rasengan, and he, Sasuke had the um, Chidori. Chidori, and he he released the the curse seal thing yeah. on his neck and all. And it's like I mean, it's because episode is it? just the music's awesome. The the 
the art. I love the art of that episode. I love how it looks. It's what? just, it's more like flown, uh, like like it flows more so than it just like is stiff drawn. Yeah, and it's just it's so cool. Was that um? I'm trying to remember. Was that the one where he like he or Sasuke went full demony looking, or was that later on? The, yeah, it was that episode because like, that's or that, he that released set the, of episodes yeah because yeah, when he released the seal he completely lost it right he went yeah when he re- he didn't lose it but when he released the seal he like he gets wings that look like hand giant hands and stuff like that and he has really long hair and pretty much he goes super saiyan but dark. right right yeah it's, and a- actually yeah. i think it's even further than um 56 might be i know it's i think it's six. actually in the 80s it might be 90s. 86 um I'm in the it's hundreds now. It's not 90. Maybe... No, it's not 100, unless it's like 126. But I don't even... I think that's too far. Sound versus Leaf. I don't know. I had that on my old um, MP3 player, because I love those episodes that much that I loaded it up on my MP3 player for whenever I wanted to watch them. And I think I watched them at school once. Or twice. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't actually find it in here, and I don't want to just waste time looking for it. I do... Because yeah. I, I watched all of the original Naruto back when that was still a thing, and... I remember that episode. That was a really good episode. Yeah. Because it, it was right to that where um, that other group of ninjas steal Sasuke, put them in the basket, and they run off. And It was right before that. That was the Chase Sasuke arc. Yeah. And then it's the fight. And then Sasuke... Oh, wait. Nar- the... Naruto cuts right, Sasuke's cause... that thing. He drops it and walks away. Right, because Sasuke comes out of the basket to fight Naruto yeah. after the whole Chase thing. Yeah. So there's that Sasuke happens. in a basket, or Chase Sasuke, and then... In, each of the kids branch off to fight one of the others, and then Naruto and Sasuke end up fighting, and it's so good. I loved it. Yeah, I do. I do remember that one pretty fairly well. And they they even did that in uh, the Ubisoft Naruto games. Really, the one games I really am happy that Ubisoft had were those Naruto games. But I'm pissed off that they haven't continued it since because they ended the second one right after that, or right at that point, I believe. Or right as Naruto was leaving for his three-year uh, training session. So it looks like it's around episode 130 is where that happened. 130. Wow. Seems a little high, but okay. I don't, I don't know the exact number, but it looks like the battle um, the battle is happening already in uh, episode 132. Okay. I thought I thought it was a six. Yeah. You were way off from your original 26. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear it was like... I knew it was a six. I thought it was twenty six. I can't remember. I mean, look that that came out in two thousand five. Yeah. So so it's it's been eleven years since that episode. You're excused for not remembering that. And I haven't watched. It came out in two thousand five. I probably haven't watched it since. So you graduated two thousand seven. I haven't watched it since two thousand seven. Holy shit! I've been watching Naruto for eleven years. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I actually I tried to watch it like a year ago. Um, like I tried to watch um because I I'd only watched the first maybe fifteen episodes of it. Yeah. Um, I was doing really well. I got to episode thirty ish, <laughs> thirty to forty. Um, doing good at episode thirty or forty. Well, th- this was in like two, in like a week span, if yeah. that. But I just I, I think I just went a little too heavy into it and yeah. watched it. Watch was watching too much of it at once. Yeah, and again, it's one of those. All the episodes I was finding were the subtitled, so that's yeah. the only thing I could do. It's hard, man. And a lot of it, I just a lot of it's stupid because it's shonen, and yeah, it's there's a whole lot of just nothing happening. And that show is, has always been plagued with filler. Yeah, that, that's been it's 
the biggest issue with shonen shows is that it's all filler. Like they're at 700 episodes at this point combining the two series and they haven't advanced the story in the main series or they haven't advanced the actual story in probably a year and a half to two years where the manga has been done for like two years hasn't it manga has been done for a year i believe i think it's a year and a, and a month or two yeah like, like it's been like yeah it's probably been over a year but and didn't they just have the movie that actually is after the manga? Yes. Yeah, like that's, that's that's out, and I you could watch it. And I'm like, I really want the show to be done so I can watch that. Yeah, like that's because just so that has one of my favorite ships ever in it, Naruto and Hinata. I'm so happy. Yeah, well, because that's canon, isn't it? Yeah, that's canon. It <coughs> ends up being Naruto and Hinata. Everyone would have Naruto and Sakura. I'm like, no, fuck that bitch. Hinata's better. <laughs> I'm big in the ship in my my favorite characters, man. You know what? I, I'll have to look up the show. One of the things that, that one of the only things I actually watched that they, they recommended on that Reddit thread. Um, ready, ready for this? It's a magical girl show. Okay, the most dark, twisted nightmare of a fucking show I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I, and I'm not. It's not like it's. It's such a fucking curveball. I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. Um, but it's it's straight up. It's about magical girls. Okay. Hmm. But it is, it's not Sailor Moon or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. You know, they're not fighting evil with love and moonlight. Yeah. Um, they're fighting witches, and witches are basically just damned souls that are taking over the world. Okay. Um, and the magical girls have to make a pact that gives up their soul, and there, there's a bunch of twists that come with it as the show goes on. Um, the main character the show's named for like it's it's just it's fucking weird and trippy and crazy interesting and yeah you'll start it and the first few episodes you're like this is weird do i really want to keep watching this <laughs> and then by like i think it's episode three or four just the show does a 180 and you're like what the fuck yeah, is going there's, on there's so many shows like that there was one i tried watching ouch i can't even remember was it oh seven ghost i've heard of that i think that's what it was i can't remember um, but I used to go by one specific site for my um, subs because they did both Bleach and Naruto. Uh, they shut down uh, a couple of years back, and um, they 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 did this show as well. And I watched it. And was it um, Databio? Yeah, Databio. And I think it was O Seven Ghosts is what it was called. And I got nine, ten episodes in, and I was falling asleep at each episode, and I'm just like, I, I looked at Shahid, I was like, yo, their new show, I can't watch. He's like, you don't have to, and I'm like, but I want to, because I want to support these guys, and watch what they do, but this show is so boring. Yeah, so it's called Pula Magi Madoka Magica. I honestly feel like I've heard of that before. Um, it's from 2011, it's 12 episodes. Okay. Um, I had no intention on watching the whole thing. Um, the, the thread said to watch episode three. So I watched episode one and two first just to like, yeah. get it. I'm just like, this is stupid. What the fuck? Is- <laughs> what? And then episode three happened and I just didn't turn it off for the rest okay. of the day. Um, yeah, it was, I might have to check that out. It was crazy. <laughs> I might have to check that out when I be Budborn, which should be depending on when, when we get done tonight, tonight, hopefully. Well, good Maybe. job. Definitely uh, tomorrow. Well, in that case, uh, you do anything this week? Oh, what did I do this week? I did I did a bunch. We played D and D, and um, didn't you guys just do that? So we do it every month. So, so were, the, were the weekends just really close together this I, month? I guess so. Because I feel like March and April just seem like they happen very close together. Uh, I mean, it's probably been 
close to uh, it's it's probably been like three weeks so maybe it's also because didn't you guys miss a month here and there or something like that we missed one month one okay. maybe we missed two months i believe it just feels of, like there like normally there's a longer gap yeah. between you guys talking about we it. missed um uh december maybe november december yeah or december and january something like that we just could not get together because it's just it's all family time those two months but uh yeah we played uh we played D and um vogel got his cursed weapon back and it doesn't let me keep it but well, that's um, a load of bullshit it is a load of bullshit because he's did we told you about how he died and how yeah. he almost died how he was an idiot and yeah yeah and touched a curse and then I grabbed the thing to try and save his life and put it back in the water to turn it into ice and then we decide which way to go and then he obsesses over it the whole rest of the night that I have his spear and whatnot and so Eric decided to curse it and so what he did what Eric did was um we we had made the ice fort using the spear and we kept the spear in the ice so that we keep it all frozen while we slept. Well, we wake up the next morning and we're covered in an inch or two of snow. We're all fr- like we're all still freezing cold. We have our knapsacks over our heads, and we wake up. We have an inch or two of snow covering us. We get up, we look, and um, I visualize this as the opening scene of Deadpool when he's just sitting there kicking over the <laughs> the bridge yeah. drawing. Vogel's sitting there holding his spear, kicking over the edge of the the mountain. And so I go to grab the spear, like, to get it away from him. Not not to, like, take it from him, but, like, he start, he's acted funny. So I go to take it from him, and we both get shocked with ice. And he's like, don't touch my spear. And I'm like, whatever, bro. And then he gives his awesome weapon to Druten, who doesn't attack, instead of giving it to me, who can use it. What, attack. is Druten a healer or something? He's a caster. Oh, okay. He has no need to attack, because he's always going to be standing far back. Well... Vogel's an idiot of that stuff. He is. And I just, I'm getting a little fed up with them because, like, my I'm a bard, so I'm more of a buffer and debuffer, and people always get mad that my turns take a little bit longer and nothing really comes out of it. Does Eric make you actually sing? No, but, like... That's just, I, that's something I expect <laughs> Eric to do. He's he's had me, like, he has me recap each week, each month, and um he want, I one time did it in, like, a... Like a like a beat to it. And See, this is why you like need that. to learn how to play an instrument. Yeah, so that I could just do that and sing our tale. Or d- doesn't Anthony come with you? Come play now. Yeah. Um, get him to bring a guitar and <laughs> have him play while you recap everything. Yeah. I need to start like writing it down and then like actually try and try and get like, like a flow to it, like so a you flow can, to yeah. it and whatever. Because um, I guarantee, like that, that would throw Eric so off his <laughs> game if. Anthony like pulled out a guitar and started playing while you recapped it in some sort yeah. of like. Well, there's a thing. There's a mechanic in it called inspiration, where if you do something that's inspired, like if you think outside of the box to get through a situation, uh, he can reward you inspiration. And then he can use that to have advantage on a dice roll. Okay. Advantage basically means you roll twice and you take the higher number, but you can only use that once. So um, th- there's reason to be able to do that, uh, but. Yeah, it's there because I'm a buffing class and a buffer and debuffer. I always I do try to think out of the box, but because some of the abilities I have have specific stipulations to them, they don't always work. So like there was one point we were fighting three giant golems, and I'm like I need to like they're they're gonna kill us in one hit pretty much. They killed me and Vo- that not killed, but they knocked, knocked me out. and Vogel unconscious. And so I was like, all right. 
before like before that i was like okay i need to find a way to like stop this guy so you know what i'm gonna try and sleep him and i'm like i don't need to roll but i'm gonna roll for aesthetic and it sleeps that much hp of enemy so any enemies in the bubble or any creature in the bubble enemy or friend or foe the lowest health goes first and you subtract that health to the health that you rolled and then um it goes to the next lowest and if it hits them they're asleep it doesn't matter how much health you subtract if it hits them even if it's one health left and it hits them they fall asleep so i rolled for aesthetic and it i try to hit the golem and i explain i read the uh the wording for it and it's does not affect creatures that can't be charmed and whatnot and so after probably about two minutes three minutes of explaining this eric's like up oh, doesn't work I was like, shit, all right, well, that's worth a try. And then Anthony, why do your moves always take 10 fucking minutes and nothing happened? I'm like, that's my fucking class, dude. I get that every week. Why don't you, can every, you change your class? Or? I've, I've already done it once. Technically, you can, but you, you like subclass, so you still have your original class, and then you go to level one of your new class. We don't so kind of like you would in Final Fantasy XIV or something? Yeah. You don't, we don't really level up that often, so it really wouldn't be What level worthwhile. are you guys right now? six oh, okay we've been doing it for a year so so next time we play now that we're level six i get i can attack twice in one round so how did that work for like anthony is did he just come in at level he came one? in at level at the level that we were oh, okay and um i think if we if anybody dies he's gonna bring us in at maybe a level lower or something not the exact almost level. like a punishment for fucking up and getting yourself killed yeah um but so it's like next time we play i'm i'm gonna be boring as hell because I'm just I'm tired of hearing them, like because. But like, then then they'll bitch that you're not doing anything. I know, and and I just I want to. Vogel gets mad at me because like I, Eric gets mad at us because we stick straight to the thing and we don't think out of the box. Besides me, maybe besides Anthony as well. I was gonna say you and Anthony probably are the only two that I can see actually. Yeah, like like not maybe not getting into it like in in a very like deep way, but at least yeah putting a little more effort into it I, I see drew just doing whatever seems standard yeah. mogul thinking too hard about things and yeah. making stupid choices and rusty just being rusty rusty all he wants to do is roll dice and fight so he's yeah he's really boring like i can see you and anthony going well let's let's try tickling it and see what happens yeah like <laughs> like we you you've heard the stories my character's gotten laid three times twice by the same person <laughs> um but uh it's like they get mad at the fact that, all right, I spend a half hour doing this, but I don't, I don't plan on it. It's just like the first time my character got laid, I was just, I said, I was joking, I'm going to go out to the bars and I'm a bard. I'm going to go out to the bars, try and hear things and maybe play a tune. And I was out at a tavern and the queen, the, the baroness came in and I started talking with her and we banged. But the Baroness coming in and me and her banging. thats A lot of that's up to Eric. Yeah. And Eric was like, all right, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens and see how it goes. Then we um, we go through like a dungeon and then we get out of the dungeon and Dritten's dumbass bought a uh, timeshare. So we decided to rest at the timeshare before we go back. I mean, I remember Eric complaining about that too, that like, what was it, Druten and Vogel, all they will ever do is rest after yeah. everything. Yeah. So like they get mad, they, they just rest and me... Anthony and Rusty, we go off. Anthony's going off because his character is a, a super god guy, and um, and his gods are dead. So he's like all upset. And me, I'm just I'm just trying to mac it. So 
they get mad at me, even though like my time was maybe five minutes where Rusty and Anthony, like 10, 15 minutes each. They get mad at me. Oh, you're always going off and having it, getting late each night, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get to the story. Let's get going. Let's get more to do. But like, that's part of the story. Like, that's, that's part of it. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. Don't just go to sleep. If, if Eric didn't want you guys to do that, he, he would say, oh, you know. Yeah. He, he would make up some stipulation where, you know, you go into the bar and get attacked and yeah, you have to he, flee. He, well, he would, he would make the dice rolls higher. That's what Pretty I, well, much. That, so it's like it, you go to the bar, you have a drink, your drink is really strong and you're exhausted already. So you get drunk and you decide to go back to your room. Yeah. Well, see, see I, I, I go the violent route. Of, yeah. Oh, you go into the bar and you play a song and nobody likes it. So they attack you. Yeah. And so like the, the same night where I got laid, I, I, I got laid after the, the dungeon, and then we go to the Baroness, and I wasn't even trying that time, but the Baroness just grabs me and brings me into her chambers, and then that morning we go off to continue our quest, and we run into a uh, a unicorn, and we talk to the unicorn, and then we go, we're next to this cave that's getting boarded up, and they're getting like a, a wall built in front of it because there's a dragon in there. I was like, you guys want to go check out the dragon? Like, nah, it's probably too strong. It's like, all right, fine. And then we go the next, like, travel session. He breaks it up in a couple of hours. We run into a woman who's lost her child. I was like, we have to go find this child. We have to go. We have to, like, save this child. Like, the woman lost his her child in the woods. We're right next to the woods. Let's go and see. They get mad at me. No, we have to continue our quest. Let's get stuff done. Let's 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 have something happen. We haven't had anything happen all night. We haven't gotten into a battle. And I'm like... But we might get into a fight trying to find this kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I'm not even playing, and I understand. Yeah, and so and Eric's been telling me, like, he gets upset that we don't sidetrack. We don't make other choices. And I look at it, and I'm like, we, I try to. They get mad at me for it. So next time we play, since I have double attack, all I'm doing is stabbing twice. And when when we get come up with options, what do you guys want to do? That's it. And I'll, we'll see how fast it it rolls, but like that just r- kind of ruins the time. Like, yeah. why even play if you're just going to? Yeah, like like, like Rusty is so boring because he's just like, can I can I stab it in the back? Can I go hide? Can I go find a magical weapon? That's all he does. That's all you hear from him. If there's story or puzzles or anything, like Rusty couldn't make it this time. My sister's boyfriend joined in. He was a lot better of a player, and this was his first session than Rusty was, and that was his. It would have been his 11th session. Was he just playing as Rusty's character? He was playing as Rusty's character. <laughs> and we kept giving him cues like, all right, this is what Rusty's character would do. So maybe like chime in and say it. Everyone's... We would give him cues. But he was he was a better... He was more into it than Rusty's ever been. Drives me nuts. Besides D&D, I did play two betas this week. One, eh, didn't really play too much. I played one match. Of? Doom. How was it? It was a first-person shooter. I mean... From what I've seen of the beta, it just it, it doesn't look that different from yeah any other arena shooter. Yeah, it was a first person arena shooter. There's no grenades at level one, so maybe there's more later on. And honestly, the, the little bit I saw of it re- reminded me more of like Unreal Tournament than it did of Doom. Yeah, with like, the the portals and all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, it was yeah, it was a first person shooter. That's why I, I like I played it after D and D, and then I was just like, all right, it's a shooter. That's that's all. I don't I'm, really care. Yeah, I'm actually more interested in the single player for that. Yeah, which it, it's Doom and it looks it looks more like fantastic. Doom. 
It looks so good. So I remember playing that on my grandparents' neighbor's computer <laughs> in like 1996, 97. Yeah. Like that was that was crazy back then. Yeah. To the point I had like a Nintendo 64. So I was used <laughs> to like Mario and Mario Kart. Yeah. I think I think the most violent game I pl- I had played was GoldenEye. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, it's it just it it is what it is. It's it's a shooter, so the multiplayer isn't it's multiplayer. It's nothing special. Yeah. But I mean, if you like first person shooters, try it. I, I think the bait is over. It was only this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it, it's over. They might do another one though. Yeah, you never know. So. I honestly don't know if no, because they know what that comes out next month, so they probably won't do another yeah. one. Um, the other beta though is um, I played. It's uh, the the free to play um, free to play game on the Wii U. I believe it's called Lost Reavers. It's pretty fun. It's pretty neat. It's um, third person uh, adventure uh, party adventure, I guess you could say. And there's only multiplayer set up right now. I don't know if there is going to be single player or not. But it's um, you run around and you just. Your goal is to go get a thing and then bring it back. So, like, then, capture the flag, basically? Yeah, but it's only one team and not team versus team. It's it's your team versus NPCs to oh, okay. go get a thing. And it's it's neat concepts. Like, there's um there's terminals you have to decode. So, you have to go and you have to hold A. And if an enemy comes and attacks you, they're going to break you from your decoding. You have to restart. So, you're at, your allies have to help defend you. Um after each completed match you get level ups you can find secret items in these to get more like medals and things like that it's it's neat um they don't have microtransactions set up just yet because it is beta um and there's things in it that i really don't understand what i'm doing yet because i just unlocked them before we started recording uh the controls are pretty are 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 pretty solid our shoot why is light uh hold on let me look at the thing it's yeah um zr i believe is shoot y is light attack x is regular attack a is your like confirm button okay and b is reload and then you move with the stick you look around with the other stick then there's um i think if you hold if you hit r it changes your view from third person like like open camera to isometric third person and you have crosshairs and then while you're like that, if you hit, I believe it's L or ZL, I'm not too sure, you get, um, it aims for you. So, like, it's an auto-aim feature, so, because you move pretty slow when you're in that mode. Yeah. But if you have, like, I have a shotgun, so I just run up to things and shoot them. But if you have, like, a rifle or something, you can aim pretty far down the scope. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the little bit I saw you playing of it, it looked neat. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. Uh, I'm not going to say it's the best game ever. It's a free-to-play game, so it's going to have its... It's it's gonna have microtransactions. Yeah, and people that get into it are gonna be spending money. So yeah, if if you don't jump in early, you're gonna get to the point where you just can't really yeah. keep uh, up. Unless you have friends that want to play. Like we have, everyone I know owns a Wii U, and every, and this is a free hey, to play game. Druton doesn't. He doesn't count. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't. I thought he was gonna buy one. Yeah, wasn't there something that he was tempted? He wanted to, get one to for? buy one because Sarah wanted a game for it. Right, right, because they were gonna. He was gonna get that, and then if she, if they got it for her, he was gonna get Mario Maker. Yeah, that's what it was. You know, they did just buy the house, so I'm sure that yeah. kind of that changes things. Yeah, um, yeah. It's and a, now it's, the NX might be coming out soon, so I, I feel like it's still at least two years away. Uh I don't think it's that far away. It's not this year. 
I definitely not they're, this year. They're, they're probably going to unveil it this year. They're going to unveil it, but it's. I don't think. I I'm not expecting it until March 2018. I, I'm at the latest. It's going to be next year. I don't think so. Just the Wii U did not perform the way they wanted it to, and they're trying to recoup. Like, yeah, but, I expect it to be sometime in the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah, I, I just I don't think so. It's, well, we, I mean, the Wii, we'll we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. I feel like the Wii U still has a lot of life left in it, and then with the new Legend of Zelda game and things like that, it's probably going to boost. Yeah, but at this point, if everyone who has it has it, yeah, the the, the Wii U, I like the Wii U. Yeah. Um, it's not a good console though. It's got almost nothing on it worth playing for more than a few hours. They they because you figure third parties don't really develop for it like the other consoles. Yeah. And Nintendo hasn't had a lot of really good first party games. Um, we've had Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and Mario Maker. Uh, we haven't had a 3D Mario platformer. We haven't had any Metroids. We haven't Mario had an actual Zelda. No, no, I'm talking. Well, it was 3D World, and I mean an actual new. Yeah. The next Mario Galaxy, basically. Yeah. Not which, you know like Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, like in yeah, that it, tradition. Yeah, 64. 64, 64. GameCube yeah. had. 3D World was basically New Super Mario Brothers on a 3D plane. Yeah. It, it wasn't that different from th- that style of game, but uh, again, I, I like the console. It's just. They marketed it really poorly when it launched, and it, the, well, the gamepad I think is neat just because I like being able to just play my games on it. Not very useful, and all the times that they try to integrate it into games, it doesn't really work that well. Yeah, it's like it's unfortunate because it like it's it's a great console. It's just people underutilize it, and then you have companies like Ubisoft where they're just like, "Oh, our games didn't sell on it, so we're not going to support it at all." Well, because they have, but it's, it's they not have just, to have good games in yeah, order for them to be able to say that. But too. it's also not just that; it's companies can't develop for. So right now, you figure they develop. Uh, there is the main platform the the a game's developed for. Yeah. So it's either Xbox One or PS4. Yeah. Um, from there, they, for lack of a better term, port it to the other console. Um, one of the major reasons that like PC games have so many issues with the porting is because hardware is so drastically different on everyone's PC. Yeah. Everyone's got different video cards, different settings, like all that stuff. Um, Porting it from PS4 to Xbox One, pretty straightforward because every Xbox One has the exact same stuff. Every PS4 has the exact same stuff. Yeah. So they just have to go, okay, well, our game runs on the PS4, so let's just tweak these engines and everything so that they run on the Xbox hardware. Yeah. Um, The Wii U is so drastically underpowered from those two that they basically have to design a different game to run on it. So they they can develop games for Wii U and then put them onto PS4 and Xbox One, but then you have all those people complaining that the games don't look as good. Yeah. Because they don't, because they were designed for... It's basically basically when they're porting the um, last-gen games to these new consoles. They don't look... They look good, but they don't quite look as good as what was made native for them. Yeah, I know. I just... Like I said, it's it's unfortunate because the Wii U had potential and they just it just it fell apart because I mean look I I love Mario Maker it's one of my all time favorite games Um, Mario Kart Wii U or Mario Kart Eight is what it was called yeah thought that that's super fun to play when you have people around yeah I can't think of any I don't have any other Wii U games that I actually play 
that I couldn't play on another console f- much easier. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's also the other thing. It's like you got a lot of people. They don't. I look for those crazy games like Xenoblade Chronicles X. I heard about that. I wanted it. I never played the original. I, I own the original. Never played it. But it's like that. I, I poured a hundred and fifty hours into that game. And see, that's one of those games where I thought it pre-release. I thought it sounded cool. And then hearing people talk about it on podcasts, hearing you talk about, it, I'm like, that game's not for me. Yeah, it's that game is very monster huntery in the way that you have to grind through things and all that. And well, I, and well, for me though, at the beginning of it, you you really don't have to grind. It takes a long time to go through the story, but that's just because I was stupid and doing missions that I shouldn't have been doing, like yeah. doing side quests. That, like there's side quests to find one particular item, and that one item is a super rare item to find. I, don't, I still haven't found it. <laughs> yeah, like it's like I said, I'm not against I'm not against the game entirely. It's just I realize that's not something that I have yeah. the time or inclination to buy. Yeah, it's it's one of those super open world games that it's like it's for a niche crowd. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Maybe like I think Japan probably gets a better variety of games than we do for the Wii U. Yeah, but there's just even if you go in the GameStop, that is the the Wii Wii U wall is the like. It, yeah. It's it's bare, and yeah. a lot of times they just have the Wii and Wii U kind of pushed together. Whereas PS3 and PS4 distinctly separate, Xbox yeah. 360, Xbox One distinctly separate. Because while while this current gen ha- doesn't have as many titles, there's still more than they have for the Wii U. And I know that yeah. there there are games you can pick up online and stuff for the Wii U that you can't necessarily get on at GameStop anymore. Like I know Bayonetta is impossible to find. No, um, well Bayonetta you can find. The it's the um, original cut well, that I, had both games on it. I don't think can't. they did. They start running the new batch of them yet? Because I yeah. thought that was still coming. I found one. Oh, okay, because I was I went. Um, there's a game store in the Morristown Mall that's like a used game store, and I saw it. And I was like, I wonder if this has both of them, and it's it would have like a, a red includes Bayonetta one. Yeah, in it. and so no, it, I didn't they realize they started actually producing those yet. I knew they were going to. I just, for some reason, I thought that was later this year. Yeah. But I mean, that game's been out since launch, I think. So, uh, no, that game didn't come out at launch. It came out 2014, I want to say. Okay. So it's been out for almost two years. Yeah. That's that's the other thing. I keep forgetting that the Wii U was 2013. 2012. Was it 2012? Yeah. Because uh, Eric and I were still at uh, Webmax yeah. when it came out. We both got let go um, first week of November of 2013. Yeah, that's right. Because. I keep thinking it was March 2013. Nope, it was, it was like no October, November 2012, yeah. and then uh, the PS4 and Xbox were the following year. Yeah, so like I, I keep forgetting that. Like it's, it, it's been out for. I mean, it, it obviously hasn't been out that long, but in in console life, in PC life, and in, in, in electronics, PC, life, in PC life, it's different. But consoles generally had you know six, six to eight year lifespan. Yeah. Um, the Wii U isn't quite there yet, but. The Wii U's also the Wii U's kind of where the PS Vita is. Yeah, it, it's actually it's a really cool system, but there's just not enough worth playing on it. Yeah, and it's one of those N- Nintendo dropped the ball with with the, their with their first party stuff. If they would have had a Mario game or a Zelda game or something like that ready to go instead of just all the bullshit they push, I mean, I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't agree with that just because I mean the it wasn't a 3D Mario, but they had. Okay, all it, the the it Mario with lands. New Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers, which Wii U. we had two of on the Wii. 
Yeah. It, those games aren't different enough to warrant that being a big push. 3D World was awesome. I played a bunch of that yeah. with your brother. Um, but that was a year after it came out. Yeah. Um, and again, it wasn't... The, it didn't get a lot of hype like it was just it was a it was a very generic um world-based platformer yeah um but that's like that's what you i you can't say expect but i mean that's to me yeah that's kind of what you expect mario galaxy 2 was a world-based yeah but so um i actually never played galaxy 2 but you figure you back to mario let's go back to the original mario yeah so the original mario way different than really any other game available at the time yeah um you know, that set the standard for platformers. Um, there's a billion Mario Brothers clones for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario 2, different story because the one that we got here was different was than a different what... different game. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, the Japanese one was just a much harder version of the first one. But they were only, like, a year or two apart. So, yeah. whatever. Mario Brothers 3, several years later, really amped things up. Yeah. Um, changed a lot of things that you could do in the game. Um, and then by the time you get to Mario World... That that expanded it even more. Yeah. Um, but still, all of those were pretty traditional 2D platformers. It added a lot of cool features as you went, like being able to fly, the different power-ups, um, being able to pick things up and throw them or carry them, like all that, all that sort of crap. Um, but then when you get to Mario 64, that, that 3D platforming w- was new. Like You didn't really yeah, have yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. And Mario 64, kind of, similar to the way like Legend of Zelda... Um, Link to the Past kind of set the tone for Zelda games. Uh, I think Mario 64 really set the tone for 3D platformers. Yeah. And then when you... Some people will say it's a misstep, but when you get to the GameCube, Mario Sunshine tried to change up the Mario formula. It wasn't running around, jumping on Goombas, and shooting shells at people. They gave you the jetpack with water, and you had to clean things up. And That that game was a fun game. Yeah. It was a uh, very enjoyable it's, game. It's a, it's a very split demographic on that. Some people love it. Some people think it's a fucking travesty i think it's great i i, I yeah. used to love that game yeah um marrow galaxy though went and changed everything up again with all the the physics-based platforming that yeah. mario had never had before and that's kind of what i was getting at you we got every generation they kind of threw something new into the mix yeah the wii u we we never got something new we just got more new super mario brothers which at that point was a decade old property yeah, but like the closest thing we got to new with that was they put it on a 3D plane, which they had done a year or two prior on the 3DS already. So even that wasn't new to to them. Yeah, I, I get you, but it's like you to me, you can't say they didn't have that the, the first party support was off because they're although they weren't new, new, new. It was still it was a new uh super mario brothers it's new super mario brothers wii u and then they had the luigi edition and then they had the 3d one but they also did have some third-party support mostly by uh namco um bandai with uh and i think that's who did um uh hyrule warriors which wasn't great unless you're really into the the dynasty warriors franchise it it was a great it was a fun game i tried it i didn't i had no fun with it but i've never been in the dynasty warriors yeah um like I and that that's that's the unfortunate thing is like the Wii U when people look at it it's just oh it's a it's just a system where they put Nintendo things over top of other and things that's and, that's like, kind of the problem it ran into is you could that couldn't be your only console if you wanted to play games because you run into the problem where okay well Smash Brothers is cool and Mario Kart's cool and Splatoon's cool but I can't play you know I can't play my sports games I can't play Call of Duty 
I can't play. I'm trying to think of other multi-platform titles. Uh, Final Fantasy. There's yeah. there's just so many. And and you know I know I know every platform has their exclusives. You have you know Uncharted on PlayStation. You have uh, Gears of War on yeah Xbox. Nintendo's kind of bread and butter are their iconic yeah, and, franchises. And that's that's the unfortunate thing about the Wii U and that's like no one wanted to support it except for Nintendo. And that's a lot of that comes down to that they marketed it poorly and the Wii while while the Wii sold really well, it sold really well because of the novelty of it. Cuz by the end of that of its lifespan, you didn't have a whole lot of people still interested in the Wii. Because the motion motion controlling in general never quite worked the way people wanted it to work. Yeah, some games were way better than others, but like Twilight Princess was fucking terrible to play but on the. You Wii. can't use Twilight Princess as an example. I I'm just that that was that's the first thing that popped in my mind. Um, because like, I we, mean Skyward Sword, world's better. So uh, I actually I never played Skyward Sword, but I know like Wii Sports controlled really well. Yeah. Um, Mario Galaxy. It, it, it was a little annoying because in order to do a spin attack, you had to shake the controller, and it's like I don't want to fucking have to keep shaking my controller. Was that? How I you think had to do? I think you could map it to a button too, but by default, it's like in order to do this, you just shake your controller. I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking shake my controller. And I know the big thing with like Mario Kart Wii was using the steering wheel, and that didn't really work well. Like it yeah. was, it, well, it it was damn near impossible to actually, especially at, at like a higher level, like a 200 cc, 250 cc. To control your car like that was damn near impossible because you'd always be running off the road because the controller just didn't um, register quick enough when you were turning. I tried a lot. I I, I played a lot of Mario Kart. I know the game played like, great if you played with like a classic controller or whatever. Yeah, but trying to do that steering wheel was just it, it was not. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that, but it's I'm just I don't know. I just I I feel like I feel like Nintendo did its job. Uh, yeah, they might not have marketed all that greatly with the Wii U, but Nintendo did its job supporting the system for as long as they could. It's not their fault. No one else wanted to support it. It kind of is their fault, though. So they, but they played into what everyone else was doing, though. But that's everyone else was didn't. doing the second screen features. Everyone else was doing link your iPad to your game, and you have additional features and blah blah blah. But he, and that's the what thing. they did. They were like, "You don't need an iPad now. You have an iPad in your hand." But look, so a lot of the companies were doing that. Nobody ever wanted it though, and it never really worked on your on your um, tablets and stuff either. So if you think think about it this way, Nintendo has almost zero online presence as far as like um like a like a playstation or xbox live yeah. sort of thing it, it's there it's it's shitty it still relies on friend codes and all that bullshit no not anymore did they get rid of that they're, yeah they're, i mean you have a friend code yeah but you can find your i know the like, 3ds still relies on their friend codes even with your 3ds if you're near your friend you can add each other yeah. just by being local but you can add friend codes as well but it's one general friend code for everything Oh no, I know that part, but yeah, it's so still—it's it's one of those a, things. Like, if I'm not, if I don't bring my 3ds over, then I just have to get you to send me the friend code to add it. And yeah, I know it links it between the as long as you're signed into the same account on your multiple devices, it links yeah. them all. But it's still one of those like, come on, guys! Like on Xbox, I can just search for people, and you know, it's just and it's it's not just the the online aspect. It's there's a lot of thing. Like, I love Nintendo. I I will buy every console they ever make. <laughs> Like, I barely use my Wii U other than for Mario Maker at this point, but I will still buy the NX regardless of what launches with it. Um, yeah. 
but they just we knew what the at least to an extent what the PS4 and Xbox One were going to be capable of by the time the Wii U was coming out. And really, Nintendo did too, because the Wii U is barely comparable to the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's close enough on par with them. I don't think it's any more powerful than either of them. But you figure, f- from Nintendo's standpoint, if you're putting out your next console, you're not, you don't make it at the same level as your competitors' current consoles. You want to beef it up so that it can compete with their next consoles that are coming within a year of yours. And they didn't. So that right there makes it harder for developers to develop for them. They also make it very kind of proprietary with the, the gamepad and all that, where not, not, that, not that developers have to utilize that to its fullest, but it's still one of those things where, well, we can't just have nothing on there, so how do we get this to play on here but not screw up when we're doing stuff over here? And no, I mean, and, and like, it's, not, it's not all Nintendo's fault, but it, Nintendo dropped the ball in a lot of places because they were trying to be innovative. And I don't... I don't take points away from them for that. They're they're doing exactly what you were saying before with what, that everyone gets mad at at D and D. They were thinking outside the box, and that's awesome. It just didn't work out as well for them this time, like mon- monetarily. Yeah, and I just I feel like I mean they they did what they thought everyone was going for and what everyone was going to be trying to do. They tried to push for a system like and their their ultimate goal isn't ever to compete. Their ultimate goal is to have a console in as many houses so that people can just have fun but, in general. Okay, that's that's their public face. That's what Reggie comes out and says. But if if think about think about the, the words behind that. Our goal is just to have a console in as many homes as possible. That's competing with whether they care if people are also buying the Xboxes and the um, Playstations is is a separate note. But they still want to be in as many homes as possible, which means they want to have as many sales as possible. Like, yeah, it's still a con- it might not be like a football competition, but it's still a competition between the three of them. Yeah, but, but I'm saying like they're not they're not trying to be number one. They're just trying to be there. That's because they've fallen really far behind. <laughs> and, and I don't like I it, just you figure if the net NX comes out and fucking explodes, they will be all over the place with with pushing for for stuff after that. But I th- they're in this weird place now where I think they're. I think they're really trying to figure out what it is they want to do, and a lot of the a lot of the uh, the rumors are that the NX isn't necessarily going to be a standalone console, but it might be something that helps run Nintendo based um, franchises on other platforms, even, which seems like a really far fetched. Uh, no, no, they're not going to. But like that's a rumor that's been going around for a while. Is that it's actually it's not going to be like a software software, but it's going to be basically like an add-on to your playstation to play you know the newest mario game on your playstation uh, i don't i mean unless the for virtual console reasons yeah like something basically making their entire system a virtual console where you can download you know mario games and zelda yeah. games and stuff and play them on other platforms basically yeah yeah i mean i just i feel like i don't know i feel like me personally, I feel like Nintendo did what they should have done with going innovative, and I, I can, I, I blame, I, I don't blame Nintendo for any of this. I blame the game developers for not trying. You are a Nintendo apologist more so than I ever have been. <laughs> it's not a bad like, thing. Like but. I just, I feel like, like I, I, I went off on the rant about Ubisoft with Zombie. They, why am I going to download a game that they did not support at launch? 
just because it didn't have the sales that they were fully 100% expecting. And now that they have it released in a different console, it's still not getting the sales. So they're trying to get as many people to have it out. So they have an excuse. They haven't said this, but they have an excuse to release a sequel on something that's not Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Well, Ubisoft like, is is just a sequel machine at this point. I know. A- a- any new... IP that they come out with is really just testing the water to see if they can make it into a yeah. new franchise. Yeah. But you figure while like, while I'm not exactly a fan of all the Ubisoft franchises, especially at this point where a lot of them just aren't as good as they u- used to be. Yeah. They sell a lot of games. They do. So when they see a game not even come close to meeting their expectations, that's going to leave a sour taste in their mouth. And but, Ubisoft is from what I've gathered very quick to just Pulled, yeah, like, completely pulled away because it's the same thing. Um, Kotaku leaked Ubisoft news that they got a hold of, and it, about the Assassin's Creed stuff about them taking the year off. I believe that's what it was anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Kotaku leaked, leaked something months ago, and Ubisoft basically told Kotaku they are blacklisted now. They will no longer get any press materials yeah. from them. No, no early copies of games to review. Nothing. And, and it's just like I like, like that's I just Ubisoft that. being a shitty deve- yeah. publisher. And I see that, and I'm just like, first of all, Zombie U was a launch title and not a very good game, and not a good game. And you're going to blame a system that just was released. You know what though? I, it's honestly, if that game had come out a year later and was also and it, and it launched on PS4 and th- and Xbox, or even if it had come out then and launched on PS3 and 360. It would have probably sold a ton more copies, but it, because those two console, especially Xbox, um, that's where first-person shooters go to live uh, um, outside yeah. of like PC. Like th- that game would have done really fucking well on one of, on on another console. I, I feel like it, yeah, it would have done well on it's, a console that it was, still would have gotten awful reviews because the game was fucking terrible. Yeah. But sales would have been great. It would have done well on a console that was more established. If they had taken an extra year and released that game a year later on the Wii U, and it was a better game, it would have done better. It, I think it still would have had similar numbers just because the Wii U sales had never hit a, a spot where they would have been satisfied with the sales. Because that, that wasn't a console seller. Like, no one's going to buy a console for Zombie. Yeah, I know. Um, so, honestly, honestly, as weird as this sounds, I think the launch title was actually the best place for it because systems don't launch with, which many, with many pieces of software. I own Zombie U. You know why I own Zombie U? Because there wasn't anything else to fucking buy on the Wii U when I bought I, it. I own Zombie U because I was actually legitimately excited I actually it. thought it looked really cool, but... Like there weren't a whole lot of options that I was interested in at launch. Um, I got that and New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Those I, were the, I actually never even got New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Um, because I I forget. I think it was like Toys R Us had like a sale going on. Yeah. So those were the two games I got. Um, because I I you got the Wii U at launch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think most of us well, did. We, we I I got it at launch, but I was um waitlisted, so that's why I didn't really have much more right like, pre-ordered. And yeah. Because I know like me, Eric, maybe Shahhead. We yeah. all went to the same GameStop, had it pre-ordered, got it first thing in the morning when they opened, and then we all proceeded to go to Toys R Us where they had it was like a buy one get one half off, buy one yeah. get one free deal, and we all bought copies of I think all of us got New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, and I think we all also got Zombie. Yeah, but I could be wrong on that. I know those were the two titles I got, and plus we all had the uh, the black Wii U, so we got Nintendo Land with it. Yeah, yeah. I think Nintendo Land came with all Wii U's. No, it didn't come with the cheaper one. No? So I, I forget the price. I think it was like 300 and 250 okay. were, were the two consoles, and the the 
251 didn't have that and it had a smaller amount of memory in it. Yeah. Or storage in it. And then the the other one had Nintendo Land and more storage. So you what Nintendo Land? Still a fun game. Uh I only played it like a couple times, but yeah, it was I I enjoyed it. I beat I, I've beaten a few of those. It honestly um, it it didn't capture me the way like Wii Sports did. Yeah. Cuz I had a I had a bunch of games for Wii for the Wii. And I would still pop in Wii Sports and just like play fucking bowling for yeah bowling boxing <laughs> uh, even uh... boxing was only fun when you were doing it with other people because of how boxing was bad as far as motion controls went because there was yeah. nothing to it but just having a bunch of people and just acting like an idiot throwing the punches yeah. that's where it was fun and even in um, the Wii Sports Island they had like the sword fighting and stuff right that was that was fun too well we just spent a whole lot of time talking about Nintendo yeah um, do you do anything else. Um, other than I'm almost done Bloodborne. No, well, you can talk about that next week when you're actually yeah, done when Bloodborne. I'm actually done Bloodborne. Um, but I'm gonna want to talk more about Nintendo next week. That's okay. We can talk more about Nintendo next week. Yeah, I'm um, saying your brother will be here to get angry. Yeah, he'll get, he'll be here to get <laughs> angry because I said a game is great and he doesn't agree because he hasn't played it. What game? Oh, Star Fox. Star Fox and um, Star Fox other so game. I know Drew said as well. It's he's not hearing good pre-release reviews. Yeah, I, I, he, so here's the thing: from a lot of it has been embargoed so far. They haven't been able to really release anything. But the little bit I've heard, um, the uh, Dan Reichert from Giant Bomb said it best. He's like, "I wanted this. I wanted this so much, and now I don't know that I ever wanted it." Um, and like he he is hardcore Nintendo. Yeah. Um. Two years ago on Game of the Year stuff, he fought for like an hour to try and get the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze soundtrack <laughs> as best music. That's like that's how much yeah. he loves Nintendo, and he just he he did not have a lot of good to say about it. Um, he he basically said it, it felt like a like a weaker Star Fox sixty four, but that he's not entirely sure it even feels weaker than that. He he just thinks maybe he has. Like more of a nostalgia factor for Star Fox sixty four, and the game was really just bad the whole time. Like that's kind of what that's what the new Star Fox did to his um, thinking yeah. of the series. Um, and then other people just didn't like it at all and haven't liked it since Star Fox one. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean that's and, and that's the thing. It's like the people that are going to review it that didn't like it ever since Star Fox one are obviously going to say, "Oh, this game is terrible because I don't like any of it." So the the one good thing about most sites is they don't give a game to somebody who just flat out hates a series unless yeah. they have to. Yeah. That's why like for like for Giant Bomb, Dan likes Nintendo. Yeah. Dan gets the Nintendo game to review because he is probably going to lean the furthest on the I like parts of this game and give it a fair review. Yeah. Maybe even give it a, a better review than it deserves based on just his liking of the the company. Yeah. Um, but just from the way he was talking, I my, my hopes for that went down even more. But I, I mean, I, I hope I hope you do enjoy it. Like I hope it's for you, it's not a waste of money. I mean, as long as it's not Star Fox Dino Island, I, I feel like it's not going to be that bad. I hear it's not much better than that. But it's I don't I know, like, I, I can't I can't see that. Is that is that next week or it's Friday? It's Friday. Friday. So I like I said, we'll, we'll, we will definitely find yeah, out by next week. We'll see. I mean, but. I just I don't I can't see it being worse than Dino Island. Like they, because here's the thing: they're throwing in new things to it that they haven't really had before, and they're trying new stuff. They're trying to be innovative with a series that's really hard to be innovative with, and that that's where the issues come in. 
they're adding the walking. The, the that was in one part. of the other ones, it, but it wasn't like you could you couldn't actively switch. Oh, okay. It's it been was a long time like since they you would get into games. a mission, and you would either be a tank, or, or you would be a flying thing, or you would be a wa- well. You the tank and the walker is the same thing. Yeah. Um, and usually, if you're in the ship, it's rails or a big arena. If you're a tank, it's an actual level that you could progress yourself. This time, it's your own. It's yeah, still you rails, can just swap but you can switch forth. to the walking, or you can. You, there might even be a tank function, or you can just fly around it. Like they're they're trying different things. I, I they have the gyro with the with the um with the gamepad, which I'm sure you, if it's that bad, you you could probably turn it off. I heard that you can't. That's yeah. been the reports I've, I've heard. Again, we'll find yeah. out on Friday we'll, we'll when you see. play it. Yeah. Um. I and honestly getting two games for the price of one so it i if if this game is a five and and the other game is a six out of uh, out of like a hundred out of ten <laughs> it's still worth it because i got i got two games for you mean, 60 bucks. At, at least you're going into it with the right mindset and plus i'm getting it from amazon so it's yeah there you go a couple bucks off um actually speaking of amazon real oh no you know what that's in the news never mind that's news um so i did what, I did things. With things? Anything? Um, I played Dark Souls 3. Okay. Uh, I got it from Redbox. Did you roll around a lot? Um, I died a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I could soul. not get past the first boss. Okay. The first boss is in with, within the first 10 minutes of the game. Okay. Um, and even then, it's only the first 10 minutes if you actually take your time and read all the uh, the little tutorial spots. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's in the first two minutes of the game. Okay. You basically start the game and run straight, and <laughs> you, you kill a few guys to get there. And uh, then you walk into a, a thing, and there's the first boss. Okay. And yeah, um, I only got to play for maybe like two and a half, three hours at most, because um, I only had it for the one day, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to play it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just died a lot. Yeah. Once, I got the boss to half health. Nice. Um, and that, getting him to half health was basically wasting all of the bombs I had, <laughs> which I then found out later on that I should have saved those for his... Um, so the first boss... Um, when you come to half health, he, he changes. Yeah. And he becomes more susceptible to fire damage. So I should have actually saved the bombs for him at half health because... Yeah. And as those Souls games go, if you use an item and die, you don't get those items back. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> so, that's pretty much any game. Yeah, so... Well, no, because you figure it restarts you at a checkpoint, and you don't start with what you lost prior to that checkpoint. You just yeah. start back where you were at. Um, but with those games, when you die, you go to a checkpoint, and then you have to get back to where you were to get everything back, pretty much. Yeah, but if you if you use up an item, the yeah. item's just gone. Well, yeah, and, and that's... Yeah. Yeah, so that was so, and it's not, and that was in a chest. So it's not like that chest becomes available again. The chest is empty. So I was just out of bombs. Yeah. The only thing that the the checkpoints do for you is uh, they refill your your potions to heal yourself. Okay. Which is cool. Um, that's but neat. They, they you get three of them. Um, I was, I was also the knight, which is the, the kind of basic class that's just well-rounded across everything. Yeah. Um, I think he's just got tens in all of his stats. Um, I didn't have any special spells or anything. I, I, I could quick slice, long slice, block and parry were basically. Well, I mean, the big point of the Souls games is the parrying and the, the counter attack. But a lot of that, and and apparently the, the first boss, you can parry almost all of his attacks, but because it's the first, you know, five minutes of the game, you're probably not going to be able to do that yet because you haven't had really any chance to practice it. Yeah, um, I, I've been playing Bloodborne for sixty hours, and I'm just now learning how to visceral attack. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then you have just 
blocking the boss worked sometimes. Yeah. Um, he was also a knight type character though, so his attacks were very powerful. Okay. Um, and when he transformed, they become even more powerful. And the spots that you had that were safe as the knight, or when he was just his normal knight, were no longer safe when he transformed. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it, it was it was complicated. Um, I liked it though. It yeah. Like I mean, those games are fun. They're just frustrating as all fuck. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, and it, yeah. If I had more time, I probably would have messed with all the other character classes just to see sort of what played best with me. Um, and sort of gone from there. But I, I didn't want to keep quitting the game, creating a new character, going through all that crap. Yeah. So it's not like they give you... They don't have a, like a, a name generator or anything like that. You have, to, you have to name your character every fucking time. Yeah, and, and you don't want to like find a setup that you like and then not like his looks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was one of those... I mean, I'm, I'm learning that now in Bloodborne because I'm three bosses left and I'm just like, I kind of wish I took a different path. I went strength, endurance, and life, but I'm like, kind of wish I had arcane more and and more skill because I, I just got a weapon that splits into dual blades, and I'm like, I want more skill now so that this weapon's more powerful. Yeah, so I mean, Dark Souls just gives you there's like ten classes you can pick from. Yeah, um, with varying degrees of stuff. Some people are are you know knights are 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 sword and shield, and other characters are like axes. And, yeah, um, the, you. Your very bottom character—I forget what it's what it's actually called—but he's in nothing but his underwear, and he just has a a stick and a piece of wood. They had a character yeah. like that in Bloodborne too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's le- at level one instead of at level ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and like like they have a pyromancer, which you know, a caster, and there's a few other casting classes and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it's more RPG than uh than Bloodborne because Bloodborne, you basically what t- sort of weapon do you want? Yeah. What sort of gun do you want? And yeah there you go <laughs> yeah pretty much like y- yeah in bloodborne you don't you probably get more than halfway into the game before you actually get items that require you to have high arcane in order to use them yeah exactly because because early on it's just do you want a heavy weapon a light weapon or a medium weapon yeah do you want a shotgun a handgun or whatever the other gun was a rifle yeah like that's those are basically your choices and then it's yeah. just okay run around and try not to die for as long as you can yeah Oh, yeah, here's all these stats. Fill them out how you want. Yeah, because you don't know what any of these stats are, and then you get halfway into the game, and you get an item that you need 50 arcane for, and it's like, well, I'm I'm level 30. I'm never going to get 50 arcane because it's going to... I have 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, man. And this is just, you know, whatever whatever class you pick, the, the stats are what they are. Yeah. Um, At least to start out with. I mean, obviously, as you go, you'll be able yeah. to they'll, they'll level up and everything. Um. But, I mean, it is cool. Uh, since you're almost done Bloodborne, it's something I would definitely check out. Yeah, maybe. But um, wait, I mean, wait, because I mean, you, like oh, yeah. you said you already have Star Fox that you're getting and all. Star but. Fox, and I still want to get back into Fallout, and I'm probably going to be getting back into 14 at least by next patch, if not sooner. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that that's it, it's cool. I, I yeah. liked it. I just I might buy it later on, like maybe over the summer when there's kind of a lull in games, depending on how yeah. far I get sucked into No Man's Sky. A lull in games and TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if not, maybe like a good sale at Black Friday, I'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I said to a coworker, they asked me, are you going to get Dark Souls? And I'm like, if my brother buys it for me. Yeah, that's one of those things where if I, if I had a PC that I could game on, I would totally pick it up at like a Steam sale when it was super cheap. Yeah. Um, but I don't, so I kind of have yeah. to just wait until it's just cheap. My PC isn't worth it anymore. So yeah. it's like I could buy it on there, but it, then it wouldn't look as good. So yeah, exactly. It's not really. Those games are more for their aesthetic. 
because yeah. y- you want it to look good when you're going to be getting that pissed off. Um, I also went and saw the Jungle Book. I want to see that. It's really fucking good. Nice. It it looks gorgeous. There were times where I honestly could not tell if the animals were real or CG. <laughs> nice. Um, even the 3D was, wasn't bad. I didn't necessarily want to see it in 3D. Yeah. But uh, we decided on Friday night we were going to go on Sunday. Okay. And all the theaters were basically sold out already. Um, all the, like all the ones that let you uh, reserve seating anyway. Yeah. Uh, so like the only showing that it was like the eleven thirty showing in three D at the Marlton AMC had decent seats still available. Okay. And even then they weren't the best seats. Uh, um, they just weren't in the front row and they were together. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was really it was really good. Yeah. It it mixed enough of um what I believe was the original story and the Disney cartoon together. Um. Wasn't all songs and dance, but it yeah. it had some of the songs in it, which was Did really it, cool. Like like they actually sang it, or was it just in the background? Um, both. Like because I know there's like the scene where uh, so Mowgli's Mount Mount Mowgli Mowgli. There you go. He's like riding on Blue in the water, and um, and he's whistling Bare Necessities. Um, so Bill Murray actually sings a little bit of Bare Necessities. Yes. Um. King Louis, who is Christopher Walken, also sings a little bit of "I Want to Be Like You," huh. but it's more Christopher Walken, so it's more like ta- like talking. Yeah, but the music's playing in the background, so it's just nice. awesome because it's fucking awesome. Christopher Walken doing "I Want to Be Like You." Yeah, um, I, I, that's something I really do yeah, want to go see. All the voice actors were fucking spectacular. Yeah, um, the story they did this wonderful job of taking it from from sad to happy, from drama to comedy, just really flawlessly. Yeah. Um, like I, I saw, I saw somebody comment on it. I don't know it, whether it was on Facebook or like GameSpot in the comments, something like that, bitching that um, they didn't like Baloo. They they thought Bill Murray killed the character because of the way he acted. Um, because, because he he felt that there wasn't enough friendship between him and Mowgli. Be, and you know when you yeah. see it, when you see it, you'll see how that how their relationship starts. Yeah, and I'm just I, I'm looking at it, I'm just like. Did you not watch the movie? <laughs> like there was tons of friendship there. It just it didn't happen in an instant like it did in the movie because that was a 1960s fucking cartoon. They, they probably went into one of those AMC movies that temporarily let them use their cell phone and were texting the entire time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean that was never actually allowed. They never actually rolled that out. But I, I know that's a that's news. yeah. It's just it's really one of those like that that kind of infuriated me. That and people were complaining that Scarlett Johansson voiced Ka. She's not in it that long. Yeah. Like, Ka's not a... Ma- like, even... You've seen the cartoon, I'm sure. Yeah, it's... Ka's not in a whole lot of the movie. Yeah. And apparently in the in the original story, the snake was a girl. Yeah. It just happened to be voiced by Winnie the fucking Pooh in the... Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's actually who did the voices in, in the cartoon, but that's that's who the voice sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but otherwise, like, really, really good. All, all the voice actors were fucking phenomenal. Okay. Um, yeah, and... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, cause it, it had a, a a really great cast. Cause figure Idris Elba was Shere Khan. Yeah. Ben Kingsley is um Bagheera. Okay. Uh, Bill Murray is Baloo. Christopher Walken is King Louie. Yeah. Um, I cannot pronounce her fucking name. Um, she was the girl from Twelve Years a Slave, and she was uh, in Star Wars. Nigupta N- Lupta. Is that how you say it? Something like that. Or yeah. Lupta. I think it's L- uh, Lupita. Is I think I mixed it up. Lupita Nagoya. Yeah, something like that. It's that. It's Nafita um, Nagoya. She plays, um, and I can't remember the wolf. She plays the female wolf, like Mowgli's uh, like mother wolf. Okay. Um, 
the guy um you saw breaking bad right um no ah oh, fuck did you you watched revolution didn't you i watched uh one season of revolution All right the, the of the two <laughs> the general's right hand man the black guy uh juan carlo esposito he was the one that captured the sun in the first episode of the first okay. season, and yeah. he was just there the whole time, kind of an asshole. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Um, it's been a while. He he was the voice of the the pack leader for the wolves. Okay. And yeah, there's just like all sorts of like famous voice act or voices for all these animals, and it was yeah. just really really well done. Okay. Um, definitely go fucking see it. I will. I will. It's just, there's a, just enough difference in it compared to like the cartoon that you're not going to be able to just guess what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll um, see it. Otherwise, yeah. Did you uh, did you watch Supergirl? No, I did not watch Supergirl yet. I haven't watched anything because I'm I'm doing my best to um, beat Bloodborne before Star Fox. Um, so I have not had a chance to watch anything. I'm I'll definitely watch it tomorrow because there's no Arrow on tomorrow. All right, and Flash is on tonight. Flash is on tonight, and uh, CW has our new show Containment. That I just remembered I need to set up to record. Because it looks really interesting, and I love this kind of stuff. There's also a show on AMC called The Night Manager. Uh, that, I don't know with, if you saw that. It starts, I think it starts tonight or tomorrow. That's with um, T- it starts uh, Dr. Tonight. House, right? Yeah, it's with Hugh Laurie and yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, I see. I, I, I did hear about that. I, I'm probably not going to watch it just uh, because I have so much going on right now. And Containment just added a new hour. <laughs> Cause yeah, so cause now that's three hours on Tuesdays already, or yeah, Tuesdays already. Yeah, and uh, Supergirl ended yesterday, so that takes away an hour at an hour. But Game of Thrones starts this week, so that adds a new hour. It's just all right. That does start. So I guess you didn't watch Shield then from last week either. I did watch Shield last week. All right, because Shield's on tonight again. Yeah. Well, Super the Supergirl finale was really good. Yeah. I really hope it gets picked up for a second season. I think they didn't. They already say that it probably was. They or? said they keep saying that it, it looks good and it probably will. And like the uh, the CBS like head of whatever said that all of their freshman series are are getting renewed, but Supergirl hasn't been renewed yet. Well, everything else has been. Yeah. Um. But it it was a it, for a show that definitely had its ups and downs. Yeah. Um. Its last like three or four episodes really were yeah. really really good. I, I I got so excited last week because I was like, oh, they're going to show Superman. Show- oh, man, he walked away. You get another one of them this episode. I, that's what I figured. Yeah, but, but it, it's one of those like, oh, what a bunch of assholes. Like, I just wanted to be the kid from Smallville so that connects those worlds somehow. Well, here's the problem with that. Smallville had a Supergirl. Did it? Yeah. Um, actually, the actress that played Indigo. I believe, really? I, I'm, I'm like 90%. I know the actress that played Supergirl in Smallville is a villain on Supergirl, and I believe she's Indigo. That would probably make sense. That, and the original guy from Firestorm, his wife was um, the the other um, assistant. Other assistant? um, For Kat, from like a, she was like, she turned um, to a villain in the Flash episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Siobhan. Siobhan? Yeah. Like, Siobhan? That's because yeah. she's Irish. That's yeah, that's obviously. how you spell it. Yeah, but yeah, that that that's that character that's, um, is uh, Robbie Amell's wife. Yeah, that's good job, Robbie Amell. <laughs> I have news about them. About Robbie and uh, Stephen Amell. Code Eight stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what did you think of Shield last week? Uh, oh, I'm I'm excited because yeah. like this episode, it's going to be like, the Secret Warriors. Secret Warriors, and like you think about it, what three weeks until Civil War? 
four yeah, weeks? Yeah, it's just about. Three. I keep forgetting what day it is. It's the 19th, right? Yeah, so we're like three weeks out. Yeah, we're three weeks out. Literally, uh, in, yeah, in three weeks, it'll be the Tuesday before, or two weeks. Tuesday to Tuesday is one week. Tuesday to Tuesday is another week. Three episodes, because it hasn't aired yet, but two weeks. It'll be the episode before Civil War, so yeah. it's getting close. I, I, I just I was getting so excited when she was like, when they were like, we got to call the team. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be great. Yeah, I, I actually, I was kind of excited that uh, Hive showed that he, he actually has the memories and sort of emotions yeah. of past hosts. Yeah. Because that kind of makes me wonder what's going to happen when he actually comes face to face with S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Like whether like Ward's emotion not not take over because they definitely didn't take over like like Hive was still very much in control yeah. but he basically did what he did to uh, what's his face his family and everything yeah because one of his hosts was for his revenge for yeah yeah so it makes me wonder what what he's going to try to do no, to it's, Shield it's seeing Sky is going to mess him up most likely well plus Coulson's the one that killed him yeah and even when he was uh, like super evil you could tell he still had sort of a uh, I can't even think of the right word. Um, a spark of goodness. No, no, no. Or not um, compassion. No, not that either. He still liked, like, Fitz and Simmons. Yeah. Like, he didn't, like, he, and he said a bunch of times he didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. If they would just do what they were told, he wouldn't hurt them. Yeah. Um, he was, I mean, he was an evil bastard, but. Yeah. Like, stuff like that really makes me wonder how that's going to yeah. kind of affect the character. I'm just more worried. Who's going to die at the end of the season? Yeah. You think it's going to be like somebody big? You think... I mean, they might not, they might not think, kill anybody. Yeah, I mean, she says one of our team, they might. They could possibly bring back Patton Oswalt for another clone brother. Um, so... Th- it was it was a smaller arm than I think his w- would be. Yeah, and I know. it had the sh- it was in the, like the shield like jumpsuit. Yeah, which not that many people actually wear. But I mean, like, they're in her space. And May are the only two that ever fucking wear those. They're in space as well, yeah. so that I, might be what they have to wear in space. I have a feeling it's going to be one of the secret warriors. You think so? Yeah, like I don't think they're going to kill off any of the main cast this year. Or, yeah, true, kind of because they they didn't kill them off, but because of what they did, what they did with Hunter and Bobby. Yeah. Or it'll it'll be like a red herring. Like we think they're going to die, but they're not. They don't really die. Like something like that. Kind of like with Fitz, where we weren't sure if Fitz was going to live or not at the uh, yeah at the end of the season. Yeah, of the first season. Um, but yeah, I f- that I mean that's on in like five minutes. Yeah, so so <laughs> let's hurry up so you can go watch it. I can play I, Bloodborne. I probably won't watch it till tomorrow. <laughs> um, yes. Um, the only other thing uh, I know you don't read comics. There is a book that just came out called Empress. Empress. It's um, it's by Mark Millar, okay. who did Kick Ass and st- yeah. stuff like that. Um, and Stuart Emanen, who's just really good artist. Like I-, I love a lot of the books that he's been on. Yeah. Um, it's an icon book, so it's um Marvel's creator owned imprint. Okay. Really cool. Um, it's one of those. The Earth actually had people living on it millions of years ago, prior to like the extinction of the dinosaurs and everything. Yeah. Um, like. Uh, and not like cave people, like an actual society that was technologically yeah. advanced and was spacefaring and all that. And it, that's kind of where it picks up. And you're, it follows um, the empress of these people who wants to run away because her the king is a fucking homicidal maniac. Okay. Um, and she runs away with her three kids and her bodyguard. Okay. And the first issue was just really interesting and really cool. Interesting. Um, I don't want to Sounds- give too much away about it, but um, it, there was a T-Rex in it and spaceships. And that's all I need. Yeah, th- there was a T Rex <laughs> and spaceships. Like, okay, so cool. sounds neat. Yeah, might have to 
check it out. I need to. I need to just get my download game on and start downloading. Yeah. So I mean, and- the nice thing with this is it, it's a it's a Millar World book, which that's kind of what he calls all of the stuff he does. Yeah. Um, and most of his stuff gets printed in under Icon. Yeah. Um, so like he like um that movie Kingsman: The Secret Service from a couple years ago. Yeah. That was one of his books called The Secret Service. Yeah. Um. Uh, kick ass and uh, superior, like he's done a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, they're usually just um, limited series, so six issues or so. Yeah, and I know he's he's working on another series with uh, with Greg Capullo, who'd been doing Batman for the last like five years. Okay, so this one will probably be over before that ever comes out. Um, so it, it's worth checking out because it's, it's like six issues. It's not yeah, if it, if it's it not has a big like investment. A set end. Yeah, it, it, I'm more interested in it because it's not a big investment. You don't need any prior knowledge of anything because it's it's its own contained story yeah. it's not a marvel universe book so yeah. you know spider-man's never going to be involved in it or anything so like when they come out with the trade on maybe yeah i might check that out yeah that that's probably the best way to do it yeah but yeah that that was really sounds, cool sounds neat um that and then buy silver surfer just because it's it's fucking it's, <laughs> it's doctor who yeah it's do- that's what you guys have been saying spider-man said all and z while he was in france really yeah that's awesome the last issue he they had to go and he's like well come on all and z <laughs> that's great dan slot's a big doctor who fan so yeah. he writes both of them he writes silver surfer and spider-man that's awesome so i think actually on one of the covers of the the new spider-man he was in london and it was one of those double-decker buses and different incarnations of the doctor were on the bus uh, that's awesome like they they weren't real obvious but if you looked you could see them inside the bus yeah that's oh. that's neat uh but i guess that's it so you want to move on to news yeah we can do news okay um news. do you have anything um, I uh, definitely one thing. I I feel like I have something else. I have a definitely lot. There's a lot thing. of news this week, actually. I don't, for some reason I just don't have a lot. But um, this happened earlier today, actually. Uh, uh what is it? Code Eight, which is the um project between Robbie and Stephen Amell, which Stephen Amell is Oliver Queen and Arrow. Robbie is Firestorm. They just broke a million bucks in their Indiegogo. Nice. Yeah, I know that they had done a a short for it, I believe. Yeah, there's last a ten, year. There's a ten minute short which is on their Indiegogo page. I watched that today. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. It's about superpowers and everything yeah, it's, like that. Um four percent of the world's population is powered and they're pretty much looked at um this might be I'm, I hope it's not offensive, but they're looked at as pretty much illegal immigrants. Yeah. And so, um, like, dur- during the, the short, he wakes up, he, he look, goes through his papers, it all says, like, uh, answer now, need reply, uh, closing, like, they're, they're being, their house is being taken from them. And, um, like, the next scene later, they're sitting outside of a warehouse waiting for work. Yeah. And so they go and they work for a construction guy and there's, um... It's it stars Robbie and um, I don't know anybody else, but it stars Robbie and it's him, his character, his character's friend, and two others. Uh, his character's friend is they call him a class two. Uh, I can't remember, but he's he's strength. He can pick up uh, the other uh, workers. One has like shoots fire out of his fingers, so he can use that to like cut metal. And the other one is telekinetic. And then Robbie, they don't tell you his power. He's just a certified uh, uh, electrician. So he does electrical work, and they do, like, off-the-books construction for this guy. And then on their way back, the guy shorts some money, so they break the guy's window, and they start walking away. 
And I mean, even though I'm explaining it all, it's worth watching. Yeah. It's really good. I like, again, it's just a 10 minute short. They're actually working yeah. on a. The Indiegogo yeah. is for a feature length film. Feature length film. They broke a million bucks. And I believe and Stephen Amell is going to be in the film. He just he, he couldn't be in the his voice, short. His voice was in the short. Oh, okay. He he wasn't in a short, but his voice was definitely in the yeah, short. Yeah, I, I I read through the Indiegogo a few weeks ago, and I saw that like he wasn't available to be in that. Yeah. But I guess him and Robbie are both acting as like producers for it and yeah, stuff like they're, that. They're so produ- they're, I'm sure they're producing they're, it or writing it or whatever. Whatever somebody it is. else is writing and directing yeah. it, but like they're, but they're both on as like producers or something. Now that they broke the million, they have like a comic book coming out for it. They have all this yeah. stuff coming out. Still, has two days left. Broke a million oh, bucks. Nice. Still, has two days left. So good for them. I'm actually excited for this because it looks really cool. Like the end of it, um, stuff goes down, and it you, it shows you Robbie's power. He's he's electrical, and they call him a high level electrical because he like freaks out and just sends out an EMP wave, kills a drone and a couple robot cops, and then like he like gets ready to like throw electric at like another cop, but decides not to and runs off and it like cuts it. Stuff that happens in between. It's re- yeah. it was really cool. It's only ten minutes, worth the watch. It's really good. All the actors are decent actors. I say check it out. I'm excited for this. Like it, it looks really cool, and like even with the comic book now that that'll add a lot more into it. Maybe they can uh, get it added into the Marvel universe. <laughs> Doubtful. <but laughs> no, they won't. But it's kind of it like looks- um that Con Man show that uh Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion did. They they have like yeah. a comic book coming out for that and a novel yeah. and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Like, it's cool how like these actors are sort of taking it upon themselves to sort of get these make projects. their own projects that they yeah. want to do made rather yeah. than just relying on on auditioning for parts and because I'm trying to think who else is like um uh Melissa Rauch who is uh um from Big Bang Bernadette here. from Big Bang she was in that movie um that came out a couple months ago or a month ago where she was a gymnastics uh, prodigy. But, like, she's watched... It was bronze. It was the bronze is what it's called. Oh, okay. She won the bronze medal, and that was her claim to fame. And a new prodigy comes to town and stuff like that. It, I hear it was hilarious. I never got to watch it, but I heard it was hilarious. Yeah, I, I remember the name, but I didn't her know and much her, about it. Her and her husband wrote that and made that movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like a lot of these actors are now like screw the big companies. Let's just do this shit ourselves. Well, I mean, it's not really screw the big companies, but yeah. they, it's just... They're, Hollywood has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, there, there's actually one of the news things is about that, actually. Um, but we're kind of in this world now where we still get the big movies. Actors can, like, you still get names that you recognize showing up in, in, in blockbuster movies. Yeah. But it's also a really good spot for people to just be creative on their own. Yeah. And get their own thing started. Um, just because the, the internet lets them get the word out, whether, yeah. whether they're crowdfunding or just, you know, independent film circuit stuff like that. Yeah. There's just there's more outlets for people than there used to be, and I, I mean, the downside is you you do still have to kind of have a name to be able to do it. Yeah, but it's it's not like it would have been before. It's not as hard as it would have been 15 years ago. Yeah, and, and that's that's honestly that's something I've actually been trying to convey. A, a coworker of mine, mean he, he had his idea for a project about. Um, involving the jersey devil in the pine barrens and it's like like a horror project and he wants to do like a movie thing and he's been like i've been kind of collaborating with him about ideas and stuff and brainstorming but i keep trying to push him like we can't we're not going to be able to just sell this outright if we want to do this we need to find a different outlet either a book a comic 
or even better, because we can do it ourselves, an audio drama. I mean, honestly, you you can do a movie yourself. Yeah, we can do it, but we just it, don't have the money or the time. Yeah, that's to do. the thing. Like, you you need people that can act. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, you can totally use friends. Yeah. As long as those friends are willing to actually put effort in. Yeah. Like, honestly, most of our friends would not be willing yeah, to do that. Yeah, and and it's um, also like I we, I was saying like we could try a comic or whatever, but I'm like the hard thing about comics is. Most of the illustrators that we're going to try and get, unless they're just friends that aren't doing this for work, would want to get paid for their work no matter what. Yeah. Where well, we can't afford that. Yeah. You, you really don't find artists that are, you know, yeah. work work for promises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, if this works, we'll pay you. No, it's, we either pay them or not. Like, he has... Well, look, Ke- Kevin Smith, Clerks. Yeah. Um, He funded that whole thing himself. It. It was a lot of loans and selling his shit to do it. Yeah. But he, he did that whole movie himself. Um, he got actors, he got local actors to, to play in it. Like, all, all the, the whole cast of Clerks yeah. are either people he knew or local actors. Yeah. So, but the thing about Clerks is that it all takes place in a convenience store. Yeah, but you figure, so it, if you want to do something based around the Jersey Devil. Yeah. You can totally fucking go out to the woods and, and do what, and film yeah. shit. Um. And there's enough places where you don't necessarily have to be in the Pine Barrens to do it. There's enough kind of wooded areas around here. You could you could do it in a fucking park, so it's a yeah. little less uh, middle of no, nowhere yeah. Internal shots, you do it at somebody's house. Like, yeah. I, I'm sure it's something we could figure it out, and that's, that's something I'll promote in a long, later on when we actually get more into it. Yeah, but. like it's one of those things where like something like that would be really cool to, to like yeah. work on. Like, that's why I'm like, maybe if we try like an audio drama first, and if we get enough people to listen to it, whatever we can go further in but again that's that's way so, down the line here i you know what by all means try it the problem that you'll run into with audio drama is you need people that can convey everything just through their voice yeah and that's really really hard yeah. that's why that's why video games the, like I, it's gotten much better but like early video games um with voice acting were fucking terrible because yeah. voice actors like voice it, actors were just the, like this the people they were getting for video games weren't necessarily at the top of the game yet whereas yeah. you know obviously and same thing like early like anime dubs were the same way you didn't really get voice actors that were very into it yeah i mean part of it was translation you know localization wasn't always great but they just they didn't have good delivery yet. yeah yeah I know. um and the people that you would get to do that sort of thing are generally going to be people that you know so yeah you have to kind of like yeah it's <laughs> It's it's the like, again it's a work in progress and a sh- a, a, a short film would actually probably be easier than an audio drama yeah because it's not like you need to go out and buy a movie camera you can actually just use a, a DSLR yeah um like like a new, newer model DSLR will do video um you just need a lot of memory cards this yeah. way you can do the different takes and all and a, a little bit of equipment's required like obviously like the microphones and all that and light lighting and all but like yeah, you're talking maybe a, a couple grand altogether. Um, to do something real, real low budget, um, especially if you don't have to pay anybody. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to like do, doing an audio thing would probably actually be a lot more work just with like post production and all that stuff. Yeah, more cutting oh. and things. It's again, it's something that's way down the line. Yes, yeah. I, I think he wants to actually try and have everything ready for the summer. But I'm like, <laughs> all right, dude. Here's the thing, though. He's into this. I've never had friends who actually got into things. Like he's he's good, he's writing things down. He's got ideas. He he's seen locations he wants to try and film and whatnot. He has um, 
a friend who knows someone who is an is an artist and he he came up with an idea for like a symbol for it that he's going to have them draft up and if we decide to use it we have to pay them a hundred bucks and i'm like all right maybe i'll maybe i can find somebody who might be able to draft something up for free but i'm not a hundred bucks for for a symbol we could probably do that ourselves because maybe I'll, I'll explain. It depends. It depends how yeah. good the illustrator is. Yeah. But uh, so, uh news. So, news. Let's back to news. Yeah. Back to news. Um, no, no more of our personal stuff. So, like I said, there was a lot of shit. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start with like the the dumbest stuff first. Uh, they they announced the title for the 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Oh yeah. Yeah. MIB 23. Okay. Um, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum are signed on for it. They don't expect Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith to be in it, though. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, but still, like, that cross, that is either going to be a fucking train wreck or the funniest movie ever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be ridiculous. Like, I just, I want to see it. Just because of how dumb it's going to be. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely, especially, like, 22 Jump Street was, wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. But it was still funny, and the, the end credits where they were just making fun of all the sequels was great. Yeah. Um. So that, that should actually be kind of interesting. Uh... My least favorite news of the week. Four Avatar sequels. That's what I they're saw that. For. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did see that. That see, that see, the, the first movie came out almost 10 years ago. Yeah. I think by the time the first one of these comes out, it'll pro- it might be 10 years. Yeah. Like, and we've been over this before. I know, I know from what you remember of it, you, you actually like it. Um, it's not a good movie. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of what it had, a lot of the reason it was so popular is because it was the first movie to do 3D and yeah. do it right. And honestly, the only reason why it it got all of its like box office records is because it relaunched what twice, once or twice. Um, I think it, it it came back out once, but no, I mean it, it did great in the box office for that because everyone was going, oh man, this is what 3D is now. Yeah. Um. Nobody gives a shit about 3D anymore. People are sick of it. That's why... So, like I was saying, Jungle Book, it was hard to find like a, a theater that wasn't full. Yeah. The uh, the non-3D showings were completely sold out except for like the straggler, like one or two seats here and there. Yeah. Um, everything else was sold out. <coughs> 3D w- was where you had just tons of seats all around the auditorium. Yeah. So it was just like nobody wants to see shit in 3D anymore. Yeah. It's more expensive and it's not all that interesting. Plus, a lot of people get headaches from it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, four sequels of that fucking movie. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, it's gonna be insane. I might, I might wait. I might see them on on Blu-ray if I give a shit enough, but probably not. Just because, why? Like, yeah. I know I won't be buying them. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> True. Even then, I don't know if I want to spend two dollars on them. No, no. I'll wait till they come all. out on HBO. <laughs> yeah, or, or on demand or Netflix. No, because even then, on demand's like fucking $5. Fuck well, that. I, sure, if it's HBO, it's free. Yeah. But it's been on HBO. Um, I do have a quick one if you're done with that one. Yeah, got um, I think I saw it on Nerdist. I can't remember. But um, there's a possibility of a live-action Pokemon movie. I saw that. They're talking about it. Um, it's like, it's bit, you know, in like a bidding war pretty much between two... Um, Two companies. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of people, because that news broke earlier, in, or late last week, and a lot of places already have, like, they have, like, their own concept art of, like, what they think things could look like, and... Yeah. Who knows? I, if it's live action, it's going to be more along the lines of, of like, a Space Jam 
because that's the best I can come up with. Hold on, I just saw something on movie uh, from April 15th. Never mind, so it's probably all the same. Yeah, like the, there's really no actual news to it yet. It's just uh, this may be happening someday. Um, but it, it's going to end up being one of those people will be real, but all the Pokemon will just be CG. So, yeah. And, and because, because there are so many Pokemon... They're either it's either going to be very limited to what they show you in the movie, yeah. or none of them are going to look that great because they're going to have to spend so much time animating all yeah. these different creatures. Which and like that's been a lot of people have been asking like, what do you think they're going to are they going to go more cartoony? They're going to go more realistic. I mean, really, like, it, if how you do you think they're going to? They pull have that to off? look at least close to what they look like in the shows yeah. and the games. Otherwise, people aren't going to know what they are. Yeah, like so, nobody wants a Pikachu that actually looks like a fucking mouse. Yeah, so it's going to have to be. A chubby Pikachu, but maybe not as bright yellow. Same like a Caterpie, but not as bright green. I, but also, yeah. the, the movie itself is going to have to be a very bright movie. Yeah. Otherwise, none of it will work. Yeah, and then I, I saw the people arguing whether whether or not it should be Ash. And like the argument there is, what well, people know who Ash is. Um, yeah. So that's why you would use Ash in the movie. But a lot of people were arguing, but Ash sucks. It should be Red, it, because Red is actually a good trainer. It shouldn't be... <laughs> It should just be a new. No, I mean thing. honestly, fr- from a studio's point of view, it should be Ash. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a character that people are familiar with. Um, even if you're not a fan of the anime, odds are you know that character design. Yeah. You might not recognize the name Ash, but you're going to see the hat and the the blue and all that. Which, and, I mean, and which means they could still go with red because. But then he's Pikachu got wouldn't be much, the the. Yeah, and that's the thing. Pikachu sells. That's why Pokemon Tournament has. Two Pikachu's in it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the character that everybody knows. Yeah, like like across the Pikachu is right up there with like Superman. Yeah. Every fuck, everybody knows Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is actually kind of cool. Ken Levine from Bioshock fame. Yeah. I mean, he's done other stuff, but uh, he is working on a Twilight Zone TV game project. Um. Interesting. I he is writing for this TV series that's going to be like a Twilight Zone spinoff or something like that. But it's go from what I read. It's like game related. I don't know whether it's going to take place in games or something like that. Okay. It's not necessarily going to be a game too. Like that. Um, I forget what that that sci fi show was that had. A game. Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember um, the name. Like Dominion or something like that. No, it was something with a D. Dominant. Yeah, it's something weird. Do- uh, Defiance. Defiance. There, we, there go. we go. Um, but yeah, so that's actually kind of cool that he's working on like a Twilight Zone thing. Yeah. Because you figure he was involved in the stories for the for Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. And they had some yeah. really weird fucking stories that definitely fit in that Twilight Zone theme. Yeah. So that should be cool to see kind of what comes of that. Um, what's some other quick stuff? Uh, Spider-Man has a title. Oh, yeah. Homecoming. Yep. And so they, it's like, I wonder how it's going to be. And they casted, uh, or, or uh, Michael Keaton is up for a role. Yeah. And they casted a girl, too. Um I forget who it was though, but I remember I remember it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh yeah, I know that actress from something." Yeah. Um. No one knows who either of those, either of them are going to be yet though. Yeah, yeah, I, I get. But no Michael one... Keaton apparently might be a villain, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, this happened I think today or the other day. Willem Dafoe was casted in Justice League. Yep. And no uh, one knows who yet though. And he, but he is apparently going to be a good guy. A good guy. Yeah. He's not a villain, according to like. DC or Warner Brothers or somebody. Interesting. Like, they actually came out and confirmed that he is not a villain. And, That's all we know. And also, Charlize Theron is a villain in it. I in believe. Justice League? Justice League. I heard she was a villain, but I didn't or, think it was in Justice League. It might have been um, uh, Aquaman. One or the other. I yeah. can't remember. Um, which, that's cool. 
Um, I, she's a villain in the new Fast and the Furious movie that's coming too. Oh, that's what it was then. Fast and the okay. Furious. I yeah, haven't I, heard anything about her as a villain for the DC yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but, it was Fast and the Furious. I, I mixed all my lunch conversations into one right there. It's cool. It happens. Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, did you see the Doctor Strange trailer? Yes. That looks like it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be awesome. Didn't You didn't really see him as Doctor Strange except for like walking up the stairs at the end. Yeah. But it still looks like it's going to be a good movie, and it's following his origins. He was like, you know hot shot doctor and got in yeah. a bad accident and his hands got broke so he yeah goes even f- shows like his hands are all like in yeah. the cast and uh, <laughs> the one thing i love seeing is people keep showing i keep seeing it on facebook it's um the movie posters for um star trek into darkness for the imitation game and now for doctor strange all three of them he's facing away from the camera and it's just like cameraman um, Mr. Mr. Coverback, um, please look this way. No, please. <laughs> like it's the movie poster. You need to look at it. No. Is he on the, is he the person? I don't think so, but that's what people are. He's wearing a cape in it. So no, no, no or, but uh, I meant on Star Trek. That, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think yeah, so, I'm, but I'm pretty sure that's Kirk. It's supposed, I think, yeah, I think that's supposed to be Kirk, but people keep doing it anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's the popular uh, thing when you don't want to just full on show your character, you have their back because then it's a, it's like a teaser poster. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Um, but I mean the movie looks like it's going to be cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, what other bullshit do we have this week? Um, did you see Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa? I did. She looked like Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody, uh, my coworker, he said that she looked like the one from Power Rangers Turbo. The villain oh, from Power Rangers um, Turbo. Um, a Diva Tox. Yeah. He looks, she looks like Man, her. I'm a fucking except, loser. <laughs> except, like, m- diff- uh, it's more modern. Well, it's also green instead of gold and yeah. red. Yeah, but it's still, like, I'm like, I, I, I saw, I see, I'm just like, that's, Rita Repulsa is supposed to be an evil-looking hag. Not this hot-looking sex appeal. This is, like, supposed to be, all right, fine, a teen movie, so the kids are going to want, the, the, boy, the boys are going to want to go see it because it's a hot girl, but... Still, this is. But I mean, they always they always casted attractive females in those shows as the Rangers. Yeah, but not as Rita Repulsa, though. Yeah, but I mean, you figure that was also she was also straight the the Japanese footage. Yeah, except for in the movie, the movie, they, yeah. the movie they had, but it was still that I believe it was a Japanese woman, or no, it was somebody who looked just like her. If it wasn't actually her. Yeah, I don't know what they did for that, actually, now that I think about it. So I know it was dubbed over, like like that wasn't yeah. her voice or anything. But, yeah. Um, Fear the Walking Dead got renewed for a third season already? I'm, I'm actually, like, first episode, I was like, eh, the second episode, I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely a little more into it the second episode yeah. than the first. But, I, but, like, the whole first season, I was a little kind of off on it, like, I just because it was, it was really slow. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I like seeing how everything started, but same time i feel like i've kind of been through all this before yeah and it it's just frustrating to see people kind of go through those learning curves that we've already dealt with yeah but at the same time it feels like some of these characters are hitting those learning curves a little too quickly like whereas over on the east coast they didn't find out for months that everybody has the fucking disease um whereas these people already know that if you die you're coming back yeah but i mean uh, there's like on the on the east coast they for some reason weren't in a demilitarized zone or uh, like well they were they were trying to get to one but yeah. none of our characters that we followed ever were that was kind of the yeah thing. so like, and, i mean they, that's i and I, i'm i'm willing to go with that like that's not like a complaint it was just one of those like weird things where it's like well i feel like it was a lot more of a build-up even though that even though we found out about that in the first season anyway 
Um, Technically second season. We didn't find out until the end of the second season. Jenner told Rick, but you never actually got to hear what Jenner told Rick. Did he not? Did they not fill that in until the second season? They didn't fill it in until after Rick killed um, Shane, and then Carl killed Shane again. Oh shit! And wow. then uh, the the fire, and they ran off. Yeah, and they. I were did like, not realize it was so late. And Rick was like, "This is like it became a dictatorship," and he was like, "Just to let you know, you're all dead, or you're you're all infected, or something." Right. I, I do vaguely remember that now. Um. But yeah, I'm, I mean, it's cool that it got that it got renewed again because I, I am liking it so far. Yeah. Did, have you watched the Talking Dead after both of them? No, I haven't really um, been interested in the Talking Dead after because I'm just like, I, it's not that intense. Yeah. So they had um, Cliff Curtis, who who's the main guy on the show. Um, I can't think of his character's name. Yeah. Um, he was on I think after the first episode, and he yeah. just kept saying, "I just hope I I don't die. Just... Like I hope I'm around for season three. <laughs> So um, I actually thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. So, did you? So, Batman: The Killing Joke, the animated version. Okay. Um, I think we talked about a couple weeks ago that uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were back to do the voices. Yeah. It has officially been confirmed to be R-rated. Nice. So it's gonna be DC's first animated R-rated film, and like that's a dark fucking story. Yeah. So that's really cool that they're going to be able to do do the story how it's actually supposed to be told. They yeah. don't have to like pull punches with people being shot and stuff. Um, do you have anything else? Um, did you hear about Gwenpool? Yeah, I. It's stupid. Yeah, I hear it's actually kind of good. I mean, the book made me good. <laughs> I think the whole idea is stupid. That they're kind of like, like Spider Gwen. It was a really cool idea. Um, yeah, because of what they were doing at Spider Verse. Because at the time, Spider Verse was basically all out across the whole multiverse. Every every different Earth has its own yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And we already knew a bunch of them. You know, you had Spider-Man Noir, you had Spider-Man India. Like, yeah, like I, I knew I yeah. knew the whole background um, for. Spider Gwen. Yeah, so like that was really cool because it's like, oh, okay, so there is a universe where Gwen actually got bit by the spider and Pete dies. Yeah. Um, to- different circumstances for both, but still, that's cool. Um, and I've I've been reading the Sp- the Spider Gwen book. It's a really good book. Um, but like just shoehorning her into another character, just well, it's not Gwen Stacy though. Oh, it's not. No, it's a. I because I read the review because I was like, "What the hell is Gwenpool?" Gwenpool, it, her name is actually Gwenpool, is a person from the real world who reads comic books and somehow gets brought into the six one six universe. I believe. Oh Jesus! And she, so she knows it's a comic book, so she breaks the fourth wall and she's like, "This is a comic. I can't die." And so she decides to become like Deadpool and kill th- and save the day. And um, at one point, she tries like the comic opens like she's trying to open a bank account but she doesn't have a social security number because she's not from the universe and then robbers come in and try and like rob the bank i might actually have to check that out just to see what it's like then yeah it's so i hear it's surprisingly good yeah maybe i i might give that a shot then because i thought it was i thought they were just kind of forcing yeah no it's not gwen stacy okay i mean they could have done that like brought gwen stacy back to life using the x gene but because she was dead for so long using she the went x gene or using the wolverine wolverine's healing factor that's not how that works bud <laughs> they could have brought her back other ways but i don't know wolverine's dead too and his healing, fact, his healing factor can't bring hey, the dead back to life. Wolverine's not dead. Old man Logan's still alive. That's a different. That's a different Wolverine though, and his healing factor is not as good anymore because he's old. But it might be a different, a better healing factor that brings people back to life. Um, <laughs> look, I read somewhere that Wolverine could heal from a single drop of blood. 
<laughs> in Ultimate, they, it was assumed that he could heal back from a single cell. Um, that's why when Magneto killed him, he had uh, he forced Cyclops' eyes open while holding while magnetically holding his visor out in front of him to angle the beam right at Wolverine and just completely um, kind of like Cell in Dragon Ball Z with that final Kamehameha. Yeah. Just destroyed every single cell of Wolverine with an okay. optic blast. So okay. I think that Wolverine maybe was supposed to have a healing factor like that, but even then, maybe not that good of a healing factor. Yeah. Um, I don't know how X-Men works. No one does. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I actually know a lot about X-Men, and I still don't understand how all of it works. Yeah, no one knows how it works. Um, it just does. Yeah, it's X-Men are fucking I mean, isn't that, isn't that how Deadpool gets his healing factor? Is he went into the Weapon X program, and the Weapon X program was using Wolverines? I don't know if it was actually Wolverine's healing factor. Um, but, I mean, it was like a healing... Because in, in Wolverine Origins, that's one of the things he gets is Wolverine's healing factor. But yet, he basically he does go into Weapon X, and they do give him the healing factor. Yeah. But they... Yeah, so, I mean, it, it ends up just super starting the, the cancer and all that shit. So, the, the, movie, the movie was actually pretty on par with Deadpool's origin as far as I know it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, apparently they're actually bringing Gwen Stacy back from the dead and Uncle Ben, which is just fucking taboo as shit and it better not be for more than like this little event they're doing. It's just going to be for the event. I hope so. Because Dan Dan Slott's crazy and pulls shit like this. And you know what? I don't even think he's going to be I don't even think they're going to be alive. I think, if anything, it's all just going to end up being Mysterio. Well, there's this this man in the red coat who is... He's collecting supervillains like Spider-Man Rogue Galaxy villain or yeah. Rogue, Rogue Gallery villains and promising to bring back their loved ones. And I guess he's going to bring back Spider-Man's loved ones too yeah, as like a way to play with his mind or something. That's that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let's move on. Uh, so this is actually really cool. Sony is going to be rolling out in-store demos for PlayStation VR starting in June. Nice. Um, I don't know if they're going to be anywhere other than GameStop's. But they're going to have actual units showing off um, select titles. I know um, uh, Battlefront VR is supposed to be one of them. Are they going to have like sanitizer around it so that we could wipe Hopefully. it down? If not, I will go into the stores <laughs> if they don't and then run to like Walmart or something, buy some Clorox wipes and wipe that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or wear like a hairnet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, no. The, the one thing for you will, will be interesting is uh, depending... like. Obviously, it'll probably be busy the first few days, but go in and um, put it on with your glasses. And are you nearsighted or farsighted? Uh, lazy. Uh, um, it's one eye's worse than the other. And um, but can you see without your glasses? Can you see close up or far away? Uh, it's all blurry. Oh, okay. Because I know, um, like the the VR without your glasses on, um, your eyes see the depth perception apparently still. So if you're nearsighted and you can only see things close up. Even though the the screens in the VR are right in front of your face, if something is in the distance, it's fucking blurry. Yeah, like it's it's a it sounds like a really weird phenomena. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I mean that's that'll be neat that over the summer we'll be able to actually see what PlayStation VR is going to be like. And for a lot of people that just don't have that have never had access to it before, yeah. like that'll be their first experience with VR to see whether it's worth their time. It'll be neat. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually looking forward to that. What else? What else? Would you like to talk about the AMC texting thing? Uh, no, because I don't want it to get any more publicity than it already had. <laughs> because I don't want other people to think about doing it, even though it got shut down a day later. But yeah, let's talk about it real quick. Um, was it AMC's? Yeah, it was AMC's president came out and, or 
their new CEO, some bullshit like that. Yeah. And he basically said that he thinks that they should find a way to allow people to text in the movie theaters. And um, th- that's where the entire internet turned around and said, fuck you, buddy. But I love his reasoning for that was you can't expect a 22-year-old to put their phone away for two hours. It's like bullshit. Bullshit. They're paying $13 to go see a fucking movie. They'll put their goddamn phone away. Yeah. And really, if they don't, there's no other people in the theater that will complain that they need to get the fuck out. Yeah, it's I, like that's the one thing. I have a buddy that actually does take his phone out at movies. I never see a movie the first time with him because, like, you normally when we see movies, it's five dollars showing. So yeah, I, I don't get that mad if he does pull his phone out. But B, it's the second screening. Yeah, like the most like whenever I go to the movies, as soon as the previews start, the first thing I do is turn my screen all the way down. Yeah. So this way, if I have to take it out, like if I if I feel my phone vibrating or whatever, I can look at it and see why. Yeah. But have it not actually like light up and yeah. annoy people. Yeah. Um. And then it's like if I get a text message, I might read the text message, but I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation. Yeah. Like I, I'll I'll make sure it's nothing important and then put my phone away again. Yeah. It's, I, it's phones in movie theaters just piss me off. Like I, I I went off back a while back when um there was a video online and it was two two women watch Star Wars for the first time and I went off about it because. They were wa- they were on their phones more than they were watching the movie. I remember that video, and it pissed me off because that was a movie that came out in the nineteen seventies where they didn't have to worry about people being bored, so they actually drag drug things on a bit. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, I I don't think I talked about it, but um, I got Erica to watch The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, we'd watched so I got her to watch episodes one through five. Yeah. Never got to six. Um. She didn't like the original trilogy or the, the the prequel trilogy. Yeah, because it was just boring. Yeah. Like like it was it was stupid and it was all that political bullshit. Yeah, it's all political, all politics. And, and then reasons. like it, like episode two and three, like there was action, but it just the stories weren't very good. The characters weren't very good. The um, acting was shitty. Yeah, like I mean, you had good actors, but then you just had a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah, a lot of bad CG, like stuff like that, and then. She just thought the original trilogy was really boring because yeah. it was slow. There wasn't any humor or anything in it. Yeah. Um, the action that it did have wasn't very good because 70s and early 80s. Like, Yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I got her to watch The Force Awakens, she liked it. Yeah. Um, she's like, see, I like this. It, you know, I wouldn't... She was getting bored by the end just because it is kind of a long movie. Yeah. So by the time they got to Starkiller Base, um, she was kind of losing interest. But then once they got into the um, the fight in the woods, she had kind of gotten back into it. Yeah. Um, but you know, she's like, you know, it's got humor and stuff going on. So it, it there's enough going on to keep me interested. It's not just all this sort of dour drama. Yeah. And that's that's the thing about like older movies. It's like you can't. And that's the thing with cell phones in movies. People nowadays are so dissatisfied with not getting instant gratification that if it takes too long for one thing to happen, they lose interest. Exactly. And that's why they pull out their phones. So movies have to be faster. And they're becoming longer because they're having to add more action so that they can keep people interested so that they can break up the story enough to be able to have a full con- cohesive story unlike batman versus superman where they just have a shitty story um and it's just like we can't be allowing people to have cell phones because that's making shitty movies because yeah exactly because we're expecting people to lose interest after 20 minutes 
it's causing the movie to be shitty because we have to cut the story down to 15-minute parts. Yeah, but I know, like, like you said right when we started talking about this, they immediately backpedaled like a day yeah. later after the internet exploded. Yeah, The guy's like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do that anymore. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, the internet Sorry. said, fuck you, buddy. And it's like, and that's the thing that drives me crazy are the people that complained are going to be the people that take their phones out in the movies anyway. Probably, a lot of times. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, stop using your phone. So, unrelated to that, yeah. Uh, did you hear what Amazon's doing? No. So they're going to start a, to offer Amazon Prime Video as a standalone feature. Okay. So you don't need to have Amazon Prime for it. Okay. Um, it'll be nine dollars a month, and you get access to all the streaming, all the the current free streaming. <laughs> so you videos. might as well just get Amazon Prime because it is seven dollars more expensive than a year of Amazon Prime. If if you pay for twelve months of just the streaming service, it is a hundred and eight dollars. A year of Amazon Prime is ninety nine dollars. One hundred and eighteen. It's twelve months. Nine times ten is ninety nine, or ninety. Never mind. Okay, never mind. I was. Yeah, I'm just like, wait, what? Never mind. I was I was doing the wrong math wrong. No, it's you. okay. Um, yeah, because eleven would have been ninety nine. Uh, yeah. So I have I have bloodborne brain. So it's cool. Um, yeah. So it's one hundred and eight dollars as opposed to ninety nine dollars. Yeah. For the year. And you don't get any of the other perks. You don't get the um, the two day shipping. You don't get uh, like the music or any of that stuff. You just get the the free video. Yeah. So you know, people will do it. I'm sure, but because I mean, honestly, there are people that can't afford to just drop ninety nine dollars at once. Yeah. But ten dollars a month isn't bad. Yeah. Um. That's odds are too with, with something like this, they'll probably start expanding what they offer for free. Yeah. Or in that streaming package, um, because it's not free, obviously. Um. Because, I mean, they have a lot of stuff, but they don't have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Like, when I look at Amazon, it's you. A lot of times, if, if I watch a movie through Amazon, it's usually something that I actually rent because not a lot of free stuff I care to watch. Yeah. Or that free stuff's also on Netflix. Yeah. And I probably already watched it there. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I think it's cool that they're doing that because it's just more. Con- especially because Netflix is about to raise their prices. So they're actually going to be a dollar cheaper than Netflix. Okay. Because Netflix is going from, I think, $8 to $10. Man, ah, uh, next month, and I'm still paying for CDs, even though I've had or DVDs, even though I've had the <laughs> same one since before I moved in here. Wow! Just because I keep forgetting to like get an envelope big enough and mail it back because I lost my mailing envelope. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I should just cancel it and just pay for the movie. Yeah, really. At this point, you've paid for that movie thirty times, probably. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's cool that there's just going to be like another one of those services that's going to kind of compete with Netflix. To, yeah. Just to kind of, not because I think it's actually going to hurt Netflix, but more to keep Netflix on its toads because really like their original programming is really fucking good. Yeah. And I don't want to see them slip because they have like a market share. Yeah. Speaking of, actually speaking of Netflix original programming, um, Kim, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season two is out. I saw that. I still need to watch season one. So. Oh, it's it's one of those shows you can just throw it on and have it kind of like play while you're doing other stuff. Yeah. It is so fucking r- ridiculous funny. Yeah. Like, just the, the things that come out of these characters' mouths and like the stuff they do, it's just, like, I I can't, I can't even describe it. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is based on, on her being kidnapped and stuck in an underground vault for like 10 years or something yeah and getting out and deciding she's going to live in new york yeah but she still has like the the mindset of like uh you know a teenager because the last thing she remembers were 10 15 years ago yeah so it's great um it's crazy yes in like the second episode or first episode somebody says what so now now you're with this girl that looks like she's from scooby-doo and she just smiles she goes 
Thank you. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. What else do we have? Um, GameStop it, it basically is is a game publisher now, but they're not a game publisher according to them. Yeah, aren't they? Aren't they publishing that um, Friday Thirteenth movie? No, but they not that I heard of, but th- they have um, Song of the Deep that they're publishing, which I think is Insomniac actually. Okay. Yeah, that's Insomniac. So they're 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 publishing that with Insomniac. So um, they're going to have exclusive rights to the physical distribution of that game. Okay. Um, but now they have a they have a name for the branch that is their publishing studio. Oh, geez. Which is Game Trust. Game Trust. And they've signed some other studios. I would not trust Game Trust. Um, so that they signed the studio that did um the Order eighteen eighty six. Okay. And as soon as I can get this link to open, I can name the other ones. But yeah, so that they're like legit getting into yeah. Insomniac did do is Song of the Deep. Um, but they're like legit getting into this stuff now. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find the other stuff. Frozen Bite is the other place. So it's it's Ready at Dawn. Um, Tequila Works, who did um Deadlight and Frozen Bite, which did Trine. Are okay. the, the three other studios that they have deals with to publish their games. Nice. So, I mean, the cool thing about that is the studios can still release their stuff digitally, um, but GameStop will have like the exclusive rights to sell the physical copies and merchandise, most likely. Yeah. Um, but I know from what I from what I saw of uh, Song of the Deep, that game looks like it's going to be really cool. Yeah. So I'm glad that's at least getting published because that might have been something that ne- might ne- may not have necessarily been picked up by anybody else. Okay. Though it is Insomniac, so odds are yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been picked up. Um, oh, we are almost done the news. So let's see. What, what, which bullshit should I bring up first? Nothing. Um, if it's all bullshit, then let's not bring it up. No, because it, it's stuff you might actually have something to say about. So did you hear about Game of Thrones? Um, I, I can't remember. So the final two seasons, which, you know, it's, it's this season and there's two after it. Okay. Um, this season starts next week. Normal ten episodes. The next two seasons combined may only be thirteen episodes. Really? Yeah. So we're looking at like a, a six and a seven episode series or something like that, uh, or like man. ten and three. <laughs> man. Yeah. So they're they're both expected to be shorter. It's not confirmed, but that's what they're expecting. You know why? Because George R. R. Martin doesn't know how to write a book. <laughs> no, that doesn't matter though, because at this point, like. They they have not gotten through a whole book in one season since season two. Yeah, I know. Um, and even then, the the showrunners know how the books are supposed yeah. to end, so they're kind of good with all that. Everyone's they, just gonna die, pro- probably. Winter's gonna come, and it's gonna come over the entire world. And she's gonna be white all over the place. Yeah, and we legit don't know like how much they're gonna diverge from the books at this point, anyway, because they have diverged quite a bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that was kind of like a bummer just to know that the last two seasons aren't going to be that yeah. long. Because it's going to be it, full seasons. Because it's all like they already need more episodes per season because they're, there's just too there, much shit yeah, going on. Yeah, there's just so much going on like, in each episode that it's just like, it's like that is, like I keep saying, that will be my Sunday night show starting this week. Where before it was um, uh, well, Last Man on Earth and Walking Dead. It's not even going to be one and the other. It's just going to be game of thrones because there's just so much happens yeah yeah and not even just so much happens but there's not there's too much happening for one hour a week yeah for it to be only 10 episodes yeah like yeah yeah it's so uh, who knows how i'm i mean i'm 
totally gonna watch it because I think that show's a lot of fun. But yeah, less than ten episodes, man. That, those last couple seasons are gonna be it's just weird. Like everyone's well. It's the reason why is because there's probably gonna be thirteen main characters left starting at the end of next season, <laughs> and a different main character is gonna die each episode until the White Walker King goes to kill Jon Snow again. That would, but be then awesome. Jon Snow kills the White Walker King and saves the realm. Yes, I'm predicting that Jon Snow is still alive. Um, so. Enough of Game of Thrones. Let's go back yeah. to video games. Uh, things have been leaked about PlayStation. Okay. I mentioned to you this before. Um, the PlayStation 4.5 yeah. has a code name yeah. of Neo because there's somebody that works for Sony that really fucking liked the Matrix. <laughs> Look, Matrix one was good. Matrix 2 and 3, if you like Dragon Ball Z, were also good. I'm really fucking hoping that like they have some other peripheral come out in a couple of years that's like... The Trinity. And you need all three, and they form up like Voltron. and yeah. or, or, or the next one is Nebuchadnezzar, and then like all of them will go together somehow, and that'll be the Trinity. Yeah. Like, just something, something fucking weird like that. <laughs> um, There's just a connector that connects your PlayStation 4 or your PlayStation 4.5, and it becomes the Trinity. Well, so they, re- they didn't release. Nothing's been confirmed yet. This is all like a leak from inside sources and shit. Um... Like I said, it's it's codenamed the Neo. Um, it's going to have an upgraded CPU, GPU, and RAM. Yeah. So I was looking at the specs, and it, it's it's actually a, a big step up. I know that the CPU it was still like the six core whatever type of Jaguar. I think is the type of CPU they use. Yeah. Um, but the current PS4 is 1.6 gigahertz. This um, Neo is supposed to be like 2.6. Okay. So you know th- that's a pretty big jump. Um, I don't remember what the GPUs or the RAMs difference were. Um, but they also kind of have some stipulations for things too. Um, they say no game will be developed solely for this. So all games will still run on your original PS4. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be requirements for developers to have patches for it to do certain things for the Neo, um, based on like when the games come out basically. So all games should have Neo support, um, from a certain point forward. Okay. Um, stuff that's already out, obviously, probably not. But going forward, anything that get, gets released on PS4 should work on both. Yeah. Um, and while the Neo, like I said, isn't going to have anything developed sh- strictly for it, um, some games may have expanded features. Um, one of the one of the examples I, I heard was uh, like Rocket League might actually be able to offer local co-op because the system will be more powerful. Okay. Um. Or, I'm sorry, expanded local co-op, because it already does actually offer local co-op, um, with, like, eight players instead of four. Okay. Um, the thing the thing that, that I wonder is, because these because developers are now going to be able to kind of make their games a little beefier for a new console, how are games going to suffer on the regular PS4? Like, Sony, Sony says everything will work fine on them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that developers won't have things, you know... Rather than us getting our 1080 60 frame PS4 games on our PS4s, yeah, we might be getting like these 4K whatever bullshit crazy stuff they want to do on the Neo, and then the PS4 version, you know, runs at like 20 frames a second, yeah, and it's maybe 780, yeah. So like, we obviously don't know, but no, we don't know. Plus that it just it seems like kind of a bullshit move to release like an iteration like that. Yeah. Like yeah, I totally get as things go on, you know, you get the slim versions, you get the expanded hard drives. Like, 
They've always done that. But the big thing with the PS4 was it's just one SKU. PS3, they had a dozen fucking SKUs. PS4 has just been that one skew. The only difference is they added like the extra hard drives, and I think they've they, they've actually even gone back on that a bit. Because I think there's actually a couple different size hard drive options you can get. Yeah, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, um, I mean N- Nintendo did it with the new 3DS. Yeah, exactly. The new 3DS, it's a better 3DS. It's more powerful, but they're. There will be games made specifically for it. It's just not going to be for a long time, with the exception of Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, and uh, um, the, any uh, virtual console stuff that's coming out for Super Nintendo will only work on the new 3DS. Yeah. Um, but it's just... So, we both bought our PS4s at launch. We've yeah. had our PS4 since day one. Yes. We've, you know, like, that's where we, we throw our money. So now people that don't have a PS4 yet are going to be able to get a better PS4. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to spend another three, four hundred dollars on And they're going to spend it. less money, too. And I know, honestly, this one will probably get bumped back up to a slightly higher price. Um, but I don't want to have to buy another new console four years later. Yeah. Um, and not only that, a few, few years after that, they're probably going to have the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Which, that sucks. <laughs> <coughs> um, I, I, I hear one argument um, from Kind of Funny where we're getting to the point where this stuff is going to be more like cell phones, where new versions come out like every two years, and people are just going to be expected to upgrade. Yeah, and it's it's like, this this whole, this is all just driving me crazy, this console stuff. That, like, I, I have a friend who's PC Nation on Facebook, and he's all PC. Fucking nerd. Everything PC, and he posted a thing where it's going to cost, I, I don't know how, like, I don't know why these numbers... Had it was like a, a meme that they had, and it was like it based price on games and subscription and the console itself. And I'm looking at this and I'm reading this thing, and I, I really wanted to turn and be like, "Yeah, but how much is it going to cost you to upgrade your PC every three years to be able to play these games?" A, a, an an average day PC might have a shelf life of five years, same as a console, and then you're going to have to upgrade, and it's going to cost you three hundred dollars just for your video card. Where it's going to cost you $300 for your console. And then everything else, you're still going to need to upgrade your, your hard drive, your, well, not your hard drive, your CPU and your RAM, and maybe your Look, motherboard. And, and it's just. PC, it's, PC gaming is cool, but it takes a lot more money to invest into it to actually stay on top of it. Yeah. Um, like over the long run, like like you said, you can you can go like five, six years with a PC. Yeah. Um, but when you're getting to the end of that, you're getting to the point where like. Brand new games aren't going to run quite as well as yeah. they do. Whereas on your consoles, they might not look as good all the time. Yeah, but you're not going to have performance issues with like, them generally. Like this, this, this picture or this thing that he shared, it was like it was even it was taking into like the concept also the price of like the subscription for PSN. It's all right, that's sixty bucks a year or whatever, fifty bucks a year. Okay, five years, three hundred bucks. Your console's three hundred bucks. That's six hundred bucks. And but then it was also including game price. I'm like, but you have to pay for the game for on the, on the PC as well. Yeah, the only difference is if you buy stuff um, during only during Steam sales. Yeah, but and then you're probably not buying. You're not brand getting new any games. brand new games. I just, I'm like, you know, I'm tired of this whole upgrading shit. This is why I want like the Wii U to actually like live for at least two more years, so that like I have a reason to buy a new console. And yeah. the, like my other problem with PC gaming, games don't always fucking work when you pro- turn them on. Yeah. Um, there is what there are way too many circumstances where you know games ship broken on PC because 
people don't know how to fucking own the work and hardware. Like we were talking yeah. about it before, all the hard every PC is is configured slightly yeah. differently. You, you don't have a mass-produced p- gaming PC. Yeah. Everyone picks their own parts and puts it together the way they want, and not everything is going to work on everyone's computer. I mean, you, you had people like Arkham Knight. That game was fucking broken across the board. But there were still hundreds of people that were able to play the game. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, broken games like that happen all the time on PC, and just maybe not like to that extent where the game is just legit broken, but where people have to spend hours just tweaking things just to get the game to fucking run yeah and it's like no no i i'm gonna put this fucking disc into my playstation and then the game's gonna fucking play and it's gonna yeah. run fine yeah if the game's broken that means that they shipped a broken fucking game and i'm gonna be pissed but it's not gonna yeah. be oh yeah well my video card isn't doesn't have the right driver to be compatible so i have to download this driver and then i have to flash the firmware and then i have to make all these all these little adjustments to the settings in the game before it'll launch no fuck yeah, fuck you no it's it's just too much <laughs> it's ridiculous all right so, right. last one. Last one. Very last one. Oh, I'm exhausted. Me too. Um, they released the first image of Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I saw that, um, but I didn't really look at it. She, it's 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 a profile view. Yeah. Um, she looks like that character. She does. Um, with like the purple, like with the hairstyle and the purple hair and all, like she looks like that character. Yeah. Um, the internet fucking hates it. The internet hates everything because she's white. And it's an anime character that didn't look Japanese because yeah. anime characters never look Japanese. Yes, yeah. um, like they they don't like look at look at friggin' um, Samurai Champloo that was in feudal Japan. Yeah, they all looked fucking white. No, I mean it, that's anime characters never actually look Japanese. Yeah, um, everyone's just they, for the most part everyone's just white. Like yeah, they're they're, they're black people. But everyone else is just white. <laughs> I mean, did did are these people? Did these people complain when Godzilla twenty fourteen? Probably, yeah. Uh, ha- starred um, Aaron Taylor, whatever. Oh yeah, I'm sure they did. Um, but so like, so everyone hates it, and apparently the studio also tried to do some bullshit where they tried to use CG to make the white actors look Asian. That not in that video or in that uh, in that image. Because there, there's several actors that yeah. they're, they're Japanese characters that they cast white people for, um, and the big complaint is there are tons of Japanese and Asian descent actors that could play these roles, but that's not how Hollywood works. Yeah, and like everyone, I, I saw so many people like commenting and arguing about this. Um, do you know who Max Landis is? I know I've talked about him before. He's the one that did that Superman, did yeah, the exactly. Superman video. Yeah, he put out a video. It's like six minutes of him just ranting about it. Yeah, um, he he's crazy, but. He, He's very, he's smart. Like he, he's very um, intelligent when he speaks about stuff like this. Yeah. Um. And he put it perfect. Like that's not how Hollywood works. Um. There might be thousands of Ghost in the Shell fans. Thousands of people want to see this movie. That is not enough for a studio to greenlight a movie that's going to cost the amount of money this movie will cost. Yeah. With all the CG and special effects is going to require for like all the crazy like cyberpunk bullshit that goes on in Ghost in the Shell. Yeah thousands of people aren't a fucking enough yeah um they need millions of people to want to go see this to make back their budget because their budget's going to be millions of dollars yeah so you're not go you're not going to cast like random japanese actress that not that many people know of um because frankly there aren't that many top of the like top tier actors that just everybody fucking knows yeah um uh, i'm sorry there aren't that many top tier actors of any kind of minority that a lot of people know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Landis said it best. There's Will Smith and Denzel Washington. 
those are two actors that can get a movie made just based on their name that yeah. aren't white. Um, there are no female actresses that can do that, like like of any minority. Yeah, like fifteen years ago, tons of people. But um, I I forget exactly. He, he named a bunch of actually like really famous actors that we know that had that have had movies come out in the last couple of years that just nobody realized came out because actors actors don't sell movies anymore as much as the movies sell movies. Yeah. And what the studio has to do, which isn't really the best way of thinking, is they have to put an actor whose name actually can still draw an audience in to sell a movie that doesn't have a name yet. Yeah. Like, the masses don't know what the fuck Ghost in the Shell is. Yeah. And if you show a bunch of, like, Asian stuff jumping around, like, it's going to turn people off. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's Like, I think it... I, I, I want to see it regardless, but the masses don't, and the people that run the studios don't look at it that way. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson will sell a movie. Yeah, it's... I mean, people are just dumb. Like, yeah. They, here's the thing. Hollywood is making it, not Japan. Yeah. If Japan Hollywood was making it, then they would be Japanese. And the thing is... But like, Hollywood is making it. Unless a really well-known Japanese actress from the United States, who... I, and I, I hate to say this, who can speak English perfectly, was going to... Was, was auditioning for this movie... They're going to get somebody that everyone knows, like ScarJo. No, and I mean, even then, it, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's you know, a, a well-known Asian actress. Um, because she's not going to be as well-known as Scarlett Johansson is. Yeah. She's not going to draw people in based on her name the way Scarlett Johansson will. Yeah. Um, it's, the sa- like, it's the same thing. Like, nobody from, from like, the, the Marvel movies were necessarily unknown actors. Um, the closest thing you get is, like, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and even him, he's not that big yet to really even say that he exploded from that. But like, you know who Robert Downey Jr. was? His career wasn't doing great by the time he was cast as Iron Man. Yeah, like that helped his career. Yeah. But you don't look at those act. You don't even look at those actors anymore as actors. You look at them as their characters. Like when you see Robert Downey Jr., you see Iron Man. Yeah. When you see Chris Evans, you see Captain America. Like, yeah, that's just how it is now. They still do other movies, and their names do carry something with that. But the the movie is is kind of what makes it now. Yeah. So they're they're going to put they're going to put an actor that can carry that too that are, will draw people into the movies that don't necessarily have the name that people will recognize. Yeah. Like you can fucking cast anybody in a superhero movie because people are like, oh, I know that superhero, I'll go see that. Like they'll go see a Marvel movie just because it says Marvel in front of it. Doesn't yeah. matter who's fucking casting it. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean. I mean I'd like to say the same thing about the DC movies, but that's not totally true. No, not right now. <laughs> not yet. Um, we'll see after Zack Snyder leaves DC. Yeah. When solo movies are going to be good. Yeah, they I will. Mean, that That's what I'm banking on. The solo movies will be good. The Justice League will be a fucking travesty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it. The internet's fucking stupid. Yeah. I think Ghost in the Shell is going to be good regardless of who's in it. Like, we've, we've all known the internet's stupid. Yeah. Why we do this on the internet, we don't know. I mean, honestly, the internet's stupid for overreacting to things. And Hollywood's a lot of bullshit, too. Yeah. Like, it's run by a bunch of old men, and they're set in their ways, and they don't really know how the world works anymore. Yeah. But there's nothing that anyone can do about that. So bitching and moaning about somebody that got cast, just go enjoy the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, seriously, Scarlett Johansson, great actress. It's probably going to be a really good movie. I feel like it's going to be an awesome movie. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I haven't watched Ghost in the Shell, so I can't really talk about it. I saw the movie, like, 15 years ago, so I don't remember it that well. Yeah. But I remember it being cool. Well, I had a, it was a series first. Uh, I think it was the movie first. 
I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't even know. I used to I know, know this stuff. Yeah, like fifteen years ago, I knew what was going on. Now I have no fucking clue. Well, that's because you're old. <laughs> um, and that's our show, guy. Yeah, that's a long show. Yeah, just two of us. Yeah, it was. Well, we went on that, rants. That first like forty minutes was just. Yeah, well, I don't even know what we talked about the first forty minutes. Concerts and conventions and anime. Yeah, like that was just. I mean, and honestly, that's probably going to be stuff people might like more than just the normal stuff. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway. But, yeah. We don't have any emails, but you can email us. Social at one-quest.com. We'd appreciate it if you did, actually. We, Let us know what you think of the show. Please do. This is, what, 97? 97. So we have two, three weeks until... In three weeks, we'll be recording our 100th episode. I want it, and it's probably not going to happen, I want it all to be questions yeah, random that, stupid questions. that probably won't happen um, so let's get these questions guys but yeah if you don't want to email us you can contact us other ways um you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash one quest online you can find us on twitter at one underscore quest uh we're all we also have our regular website one dash quest.com uh and of course you can listen to the podcast with itunes stitcher or any other podcatcher you would like to use. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Google's getting one soon. I believe that. Um, I, I, th- I know they're integrating. If they haven't already, they're they're planning on integrating podcasting into Google Play. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you'll be able to get us on Google Play at some point. Um, make sure you like us, uh, review us, rate us, all that fun stuff on the different applications. Uh, just because it helps. And it's nice to know if people like us or not. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's our show. Awesome. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you next week. See you.